Hello everyone and welcome to episode 108 of the Clockwork Cantina. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? What's up, everybody? Well. Hope you all had a good weekend. Happy Let's Valentine's go. Day. Woo! Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to all of you people out there. Yes, yes. To all of you. Yes, go get you some chocolate and candy. Even if it's just you, get it anyway, because why the fuck not? I, uh, Love you, sir. some... Uh, I had some uh, Kit Kats in the fridge, and I got one before uh, stream here. I was like, "Yeah, dude." That I had a cupcake. Was nice. I had a cupcake with like the little white icing and had the pink sprinkles on it because of Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm feeling jacked, man. I got energy. I got the. I don't have the light on. Hang on, let me fix that. There we go. I. Uh... So literally 20 minutes before we started this show, I did a reaction to the Lord of the Rings thing, and I had the light on. For that, and then I turned it off after, and I forgot to turn it back on for this. So, light is on. Yeah. You guys can see me yeah. now. It's great. It's awesome. It's you can see me, and my horrible hair. Uh, but 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 I got lots of energy. So we're gonna we're gonna bow on through this here show, uh, because I'm I'm hyped up. I'm jacked. I don't know why. I'm just feeling good right now. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off the show like we do every week, which is what have we been up to the past week, Daniel? If it's okay with you, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's been playing the shit out of that. Uh, I'm a max level bounty hunter. Badass. Josk. The big bad Josk, the bounty hunter. The big um, bad Josk. Right? I'm going to have to record a soundbite of myself saying that. Stupid. But I'm going to have it anyway. Um, started another character that's a bioengineer, which if you've never played Star Wars Galaxy's, like they have crafting classes and combat classes, and bioengineer is like a hybrid class that can kind of it's mostly about growing monster growing monsters growing creatures that the uh, creature handlers can use in combat or as mounts so they're really cool um uh we played dying light with daniel we're making good progress through that um sure. uh so yeah make sure to come by tomorrow for that stuff those those streams because we'll be doing more of that this week um Peacemaker, I'm all caught up on. I watched the newest episode. It's a good little show. Enjoying it. Having a good time with it. John Cena is fantastic in it, in my opinion. Um, watched a movie with uh, with some friends. Uh, Malignant. Uh, I Honestly, I didn't know shit about that movie until you guys were like, let's watch a movie. And then we watched a movie. Uh -huh. And it was a interesting movie. I enjoyed it. Um... And then I had to take my, I had to return my old chair. Do you guys remember, like a few weeks ago, when I got a new chair? And they're like, "It'll be fine. It won't break." Well, guess what? It broke. And I was like, "Son of a bitch, you lied to me." So I returned it. Lied. I returned it, and I got this new chair that I'm sitting in that is like twenty times more comfortable and like super heavy duty. So this, this chair will not break. It will not. This is a Shaquille O'Neal chair. Seriously, I had a picture of him on the box when I bought it. It was awesome. Um, I went to the, the the Office Depot and I was like trying out all the chairs, and I'm like, man, what's the most comfortable? And my my mother was with me uh, because I I don't drive, so I had to get a ride. And um, she's like, I like this chair, and she's trying out all these different chairs. And I turned the price tag over, and it's like a six hundred dollar chair. And I'm like, Ma, you would like that chair. The chair I can't yeah. afford. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, if you needed a new chair, like last week was apparently the week to do it because they were having like a 40% off uh, sale at the Office Depot. So um, I got this for a pretty decent price. Not $600 because I'm not that fucking nuts, but um, comfortable chair. Sitting in a nice, comfortable chair. Um, and that's kind of what I've been up to the past week. All that, all that awesome stuff that we've been doing. Uh, Daniel, what about you? What you been up to, man? Oh yeah, I and the have, Super Bowl. <laughs> I have also been playing a lot of Star Wars Galaxies. I uh made the mistake of getting into a spin group last night, and I didn't stop playing till like five a.m. So that was a uh, you know, Jesus, dude. Mistakes. Five a.m. your time? See, because when I think yeah, five a.m., I think five a.m. my time. You're no, bro. That would have been that would have been eight a.m. your time, dude. When I when I went to bed, dude. What level were you when you logged off? I gotta know. Were you were so, max. So no. So what happened was I was playing with one character, right? And I got that one at level sixty nine, and then I got my alt, nice. and I got that one at level like sixteen or seventeen or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I started progress on the second one. So that that that's why. There you uh, go. Yeah. So we're, we're we're getting there, man. We're getting there. But yeah, I've been all about that game, man. It's it's been it's, it's a lot been fun. super fun, you know. It's been a good good time. Uh so yeah, I've been playing a lot of Galaxies. Uh played a little bit of Apex Legends cuz they had uh they're having some events where they're giving away characters uh this month because uh you know, why not? I think it's like an anniversary uh, stuff or I don't know exactly what it is, but they're giving away characters this week, one one every week. Um last week was Octane this week, I think, is uh, who? Who is it? I, I I don't really remember. Um, but but the the thing that oh, Watson is the one that they're giving away. Starting tomorrow, <clears throat> they're giving away Watson, and what they do is they like give you the character and a couple like pack like loot cosmetic packs for the character or whatever. But anyway, uh, so yeah, played a little bit of that. Been playing more Dying Light with Josh on stream, like you said. We'll be doing more of that uh tomorrow. And uh, we'll see how much progress we can make uh, within the next several days. I don't know how far along we are in the game, but I think we're close to the end. I think we're getting there. Um, yeah. And then uh, play a little bit more. Di- or a little bit. Play a little bit more. Seeing Sea of Thieves. Jeez, I can't talk. A little bit more Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's fun playing that in in a gr- in, in groups with, with folks. So I play a little bit of that. Uh. I watched uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for the first time. That movie is bizarre. <laughs> it is uh, it is trippy, and for that and and for those reasons, I liked it. Uh, it's it's fucking it's a crazy ass movie. If you've never seen it, it's it's I've never seen it. It's it's, it's fucking nuts, dude. Just yeah, that's all I'm saying. If you ever watch it, that shit is trippy. You're 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 following along. Johnny Depp's character and Benicio del Toro's character, and they are crazy. Also, Tobey Maguire's in that movie, and he's fucking weird in that movie, dude. <laughs> like, he's a fucking weirdo in that movie, dude. Holy shit, man. It's nuts. But yeah, I finally watched that for the first time. Uh, bonkers. Uh, watched the latest episodes of Vox Machina. That show's crazy. Um, oh yeah, I watched that too. I forgot. But there was a p- there was a particular kill shot, like you know, how do you want to do this type moment, where there was ricocheting bullets off of walls and it shot a dude's jaw off. It was fucking incredible. Um, 
watch the latest episode of Peacemaker. We got the finale next week, man. Yeah. It's gonna be uh gonna be exciting, very exciting to see that. Um so yeah, that'll be uh that'll be fun. Um what else? Um watch malignant. Like Josh said, we we were talking about watching a horror movie and I I've been wanting to check that one out because I'd heard good things about it. And uh watched it and it was I, I didn't really know what to expect of it because I didn't know much about going much about it going into it either. I was just like, yo, I know about this horror movie. I, I, I saw a poster for it when I went to go watch Shang-Chi like months ago, you know, like last year. Mm-hmm. And then I like I missed it when it was on HBO Max, but then they like brought it back and that's how I was able to check it out again. Um but yeah, it was uh it was interesting. I I, I didn't know what to expect, but it certainly wasn't that. Um and then finally, watch the Super Bowl. Where we are the champions. Let's go, baby. Rams house. Let's get it. Let me hit the mirror for There we go. Anyway. Yes. Champion Super Bowl champ Rams. Of the world. It was a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much been the week. A lot, a lot of galaxies, man. That's that's been the main thing. All right, yeah. Which is crazy because uh, tomorrow we're getting fucking the 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 old Republic update, man. It's like, damn. Yeah. Did you see by the way the tweet I posted about that? I didn't put it in the, the news. Cinematic. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get a cinematic tomorrow morning. I didn't put it in the news though because I was like, I was wondering. I'm like, yo, but... how how are they gonna have a new update and not have a fucking cinematic? I'm glad that they're doing it. I'm glad they're gonna have one. Yes, I think they had a teaser of like some eyes, a set of eyes or something. But I haven't. I don't know where it's at. And if I had, I'd pull it up. But I don't have it handy, really. Um, apparently, but but we will be getting a cinematic. I know that was something you wanted, something we all want when when we get yeah. there, because they're they're so cool. Um, a lot of the time, so I can't wait. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, a lot of Star Wars for us, especially today on this episode. So it's gonna be fun. Yes. Um, yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, if we're ready, let's we hit it. Let's hit it. on over I, the knee. I apologize in advance for at any time of me cutting you off due to being hype and excited about things. So I'm just, I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling the energy today. I don't know. It's no, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's no issue, man. It's all good. All right. Let's go ahead and get started then. All right. First piece of news we have here is uh, in the gaming news is that we have. An official full trailer for The Wolf Among Us. Oh, Dude. shit. It's a game I've been waiting for for a long time. It's been nine years since the first one came out. So All right. I've been waiting quite a while. You want to count us down on this, my friend? I have it up on the main screen. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll watch this in three, two... One play. You're listed here as a private investigator. What does that sort of work entail? The good sleep motel. Most nights it's watching, waiting for a slip up. I don't know, someone gets greedy, someone gets brave. And that's what you were doing the night of the incident. 
Yeah. Took me weeks to track them down. They hadn't cast so much as a shadow. Till that night. You've been hesitant to share with us. I assume it has something to do with confidentiality associated with the job. White said things didn't go as planned. She mentioned that there was some violence. Man, how can you how can you light a scarecrow up like that? It's not okay. <laughs> In the moments when you find yourself losing control. Also, the Tin Man's jacked. The wolf, the big bad wolf. Among us. So there it is. That looked good. Three. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask you as somebody who I you haven't played the first one, right? So I played like the first. Ep you know how they all that back in the day when Telltale would do games, they'd let out like that first episode for free to get people hooked. Mm -hmm. I did play yeah. the first bit of that, um, but I never, I don't think I ever came back and played any more of it. It's not something I wouldn't do, especially because this looks pretty fucking good. Um, so maybe, maybe one day I'll check out the first one before this one comes out and then, yeah, because this looked great. I, I, I'm in. Because yeah. like, yeah, I, I, this, the first game, the first Wolf Among Us is my f absolute favorite Um telltale game like i know a lot of people love the first season of the walking dead a lot and i love that one too because it's really good but to me like this one is like the best or at least my you know my favorite telltale game like it's i, I love it it's it's amazing dude. i love the whole the all all of the like noir you know vibes that they have and you know you're, i mean you're playing bigby you know fucking so you're gonna have like detective noir type shit going on and the colors are so vibrant and everything. I, I just, I just love it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy because the first game came out in 20, 2013, dude. So, uh, it's gonna be the second one's coming out ten years later, man. That's, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm very excited. Can't wait to play it. Um, fuck yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Uh yeah that's that's that that, that looked great um I wish I knew more I wish I had played the first game but I just haven't but I will eventually probably check it out because I I, I, I want to check that out too okay next up is a thing I put in here um I believe I think I think I put it in at the start of the week so I was like when I looked at it I was like I'm pretty sure I put this in here it's just a quick little gameplay video of the Master Splinter. 
in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge um, game that's coming out later this year. So we have it up on the thing. We'll, we'll take a quick look at it. It ain't but like a minute. So we'll look at it really quick. Sure. Uh, three, two, one, play. Look at the toitles. It's the toitles. Hey, and April and Splinter, let's go. Oh yeah, I'll be playing this. Get him, Splinter. Get him, you rat bastard. And look, you always gotta, you always gotta have the insurance, okay? What's nice is you get to play with your friends with this game, and we have a lot of friends uh, that I'm sure will rope into playing. Yeah. Get Splinter whooping bo booty, man. That looks cool, man. Hell yeah, that looks great. I know we'll all be checking that out. Uh, so that was just a quick look at the Master Splinter from Shredder's Revenge. Oh yeah, that's cool. Uh, next up is a thing I also put in here, which is I think this comes out tomorrow. I think. This is a total war, Warhammer Three. Yes, they have a quick little campaign multiplayer uh, video that we, we'll play here um, for you guys that are interested in it, because uh, they've made some changes to things. So we'll do it on three, two, one, play. Play. Um. In Total War Warhammer 3, multiplayer is bigger than ever, with more players and more modes available than any previous entry in the Total War series. Enter the Realm of Chaos, Warhammer 3's standard campaign, where up to eight players can battle it out in any configuration of cooperative or competitive play. Delve into Cathay's darkest hour with the darkness and disharmony mode, where again up to eight players bring about Grand Cathay's salvation its destruction or embark on a more intimate venture with up to three players in the something rotten in kislev mode these additional modes oh, man, are designed primarily rotten. with multiplayer in mind and provide a more focused campaign that can be completed in a shorter amount of time because let's face it it's hard enough to get friends together as it is Let's take a deeper look at the realm of chaos. <laughs> so the true, dude. Of a I appreciate the honesty. Campaign, players can yeah, choose to play so as true, a team dude. or go free for all. During it is, the multiplayer bro. campaign, all players will take their turns simultaneously. A first for there, the just, that reminds me of something that I'll mention Move after quickly this. enough, and you can avoid being attacked by another player by moving your army out of their reach. Once all players have ended their turn, the game moves on and the AI takes their turns. For those who prefer a slower-paced campaign, the ability to have sequential turns remains in the game. When a player enters a battle, be that against AI or another player, players on the same team will automatically enter as a spectator on the side of their teammate. They can then be granted units to play with by the ally in control. Should a player hold no allegiances in this battle, 
they can act like a mercenary and join whichever side they like. Bribing your friends into helping you out has never been more attractive. This is Warhammer like never before. Big yeah, they're trying to break friendships here, dude. Of chaos. With more <laughs> it's, ways to play, more people to play against, and more it's actually super cool. Like, playing a multiplayer game of this is awesome, but everybody being able to take their turn at the same time is also great. It's also really cool. Um, and yeah, if you have, like, no allegiances, you can be like, Come on, I, I, I'll give you I'll give you some resources next turn if you take control of this enemy and then have them run away and stay out of the battle. You know, kind of crazy. Also, they, they do make a good point at the end of the trailer. It's total war, not total friends. So I, I get it's it. true. It's true. I'm really excited. I know I'll be checking it out. I know like some of our Discord friends will be checking it out. I played. I'm, I'm a total war nut. Anybody that saw like our games of the decade, uh, the the last one we yeah, just the most did. One? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Total War was on there a lot, <laughs> so for me. Uh, but yeah, I thought that looked great. Uh, did you have something you were going to say, Daniel, after the trailer was over? Yes. So, so you know how uh, they mentioned, like, oh, it's going to be easier to beat. You know, because let's face it, it's tough. It's hard enough as it is to get people together. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, it is. Because it is hard getting people together with schedules and shit. Because you know what I want to play that I haven't played yet? What's that? Fucking uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, man. But you need, you need like, people for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just, like, drop in, drop by. You need, like, to, to continue. You, from what I hear is that you need to have, like, a consistent group, right? I never played so the I multiplayer. I always played it solo. So I actually don't know. I assume, like, you wouldn't want to, if you were starting a game with friends, like, you wouldn't want to uh, do it without them. So, yeah, I'd want everybody in there with me um, yeah. playing. But, yeah, anyway, that's all I wanted to, to mention, because that, that, that particular part uh, reminded me of that. Yeah, I got you. What's next on our news list, my friend? Next up, let's talk about um, uh, what happened at the latest Nintendo Direct. Okay. Which happened last Wednesday. Which we watched live, I believe, you and I. We did, together. we did. Sure did. Um... So, uh, the first thing that was announced was there that they are doing a uh, a Fire Emblem Warriors game called Three Hopes, and it's coming to the Switch in June. And uh, I remember we were watching this live. So when they showed some Fire Emblem stuff, Josh was like, "What?" Because as you, if those of you who know, Josh is all about the the uh, the Fire Emblems. You know? I am. So he was he was pretty hyped about this, uh, or, or or you know about it being like Fire Emblem related stuff. And then and then they said it was the Warriors one, and I was like, because oh. I don't play those. <laughs> I mean, but it yeah. might be good. Maybe I'll check it out. To be honest, because like I haven't actually given them a chance. I just used to play Dynasty Warriors. 
growing up. Yeah. So, um, but I know like the Persona Five Strikers thing, which was kind of like a similar thing, was very popular and very good. So I might check this out as well. Um, but yes, I do love Fire Emblem. Um, and there's still rumors of another Fire Emblem game later this year. So out there. So maybe. Um, maybe. I am genuinely curious to see how this is going to be because it's. Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses is a little complicated with like a time skip, and I'm just kind of curious to be like, is this going to. Because it seemed like it had a story. It seemed like it had like. Where's it going to follow? Where's it going to follow in with that? So. Kind of thing. Yeah. Be interesting to check out. We shall see. Yep. Uh, the next thing that they announced was that the No Man's Sky is coming to the Nintendo Switch as well. Which, when I saw this, I was like, well, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. But also, I was like, well, how are they bringing this game over here, you know? Right. Because, like, No Man's Sky is kind of a, on, on a bit of a, bit of a grander, it, it's like a, I don't know, it, it seems like it's a, like, like a bigger game that, would mm-hmm. I, like I don't know why I, I guess I think that probably wouldn't work as well on the Switch, but I mean you know they're 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 bringing it over so it, it works somehow, right? Right. But yeah. I think it's cool that they are bringing it over to the Switch. To be honest. Yeah, we love No Man's Sky. We we'll, we go back to it every yeah. once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. Playing Star Wars Galaxies makes me want a No Man's Sky No Man's Sky style Star Wars game. Oh, dude, could you imagine uh, that? Oh man. Um. That yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty, pretty that, that'd be fucking dope. But yeah, it's cool that they're bringing No Man's Sky to the Switch, and um, that game had the turnaround. It has tons of updates and 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 just lots of good content. So for everybody that'll be playing it on the Switch, you're you're in for a good time because uh, while it started rough, it has evolved and grown and become something truly unique and great. So good to see it coming to the Switch. Yes. Uh, another thing that they announced is that uh, Mario Strikers Returns with Mario Strikers Battle League coming June 10th. This is the probably the biggest thing for me this, this direct. Mm-hmm. Josh was Josh was telling me like, "Yo, we're gonna we're gonna be checking out this direct live," and I kind of was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna even be having." But then when they showed this, I was like, "Yo, that was immediately worth it." I was <laughs> I thought you needed to show me. I Dude, Strikers is awesome, man. If you guys have never played it, it's fucking fun, man. They had one on the GameCube and one on the Wii. And they are both super, super fun, man. I uh, definitely will be getting this at some point in the future because I like those games. So I'm glad that they're doing one for the Switch. Uh, The next thing that they talked about was they're bringing a Chrono Cross remaster coming over to the Switch on April 7th. Uh, I know there's a lot of Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross fans that are pretty hyped about this one. Uh, I never personally, I never played those games, so I don't, you know, I don't have any sort of uh, attachment to them. But I hear they're pretty great and people love them, so that's cool. Uh, After that, they uh, they announced also another thing that I thought was really interesting, which also happens to be a sports game. 
but it's uh so back in the Wii era we had a Wii Sports and now we have a Switch Sports. It's happening finally. Yeah, uh, it, it has a sequel. They they announced they announced it. it that, that's pretty cool, man. So I, so that'll be that'll be fun. I'll probably end up getting that too because I mean I think yeah. we, I thought Wii Sports was 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 a fun time, you know. They they showed off like was it volleyball? They showed off bowling. Yeah, they showed off volleyball, tennis. Tennis, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's all those these things are always like fun to play with. Like maybe somebody that doesn't usually play games a lot on consoles, mm. like my dad, right? Like I could do bowling with my old man. Like, he doesn't play a lot of console games. Oh, he's yeah. a PC gamer. And even then, he doesn't play a lot of computer games nowadays because he's uh, getting older. But, but like, this is something I could be like, Dad, let's do bowling. And and I could bully him into it. Like, come on, it'll be fun kind of deal. Um, so I, I like the sports, the Wii Sports stuff. So, uh, with the yeah. Switch Sports, I guess now. Yeah, the Switch Sports is going to be fun. Man. I think they're... Uh... I think they... Uh... They... They're... Those those games were fun, man. Like like yeah. you said, they're fun to play with people who don't normally even play play uh like games and stuff. Because I remember like back in the Wii Sports era, like I we used to play at bowling with like my mom. My mom doesn't play fucking video games, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. Same with mine. Yeah. When when I say Donkey Kong, my mom thinks it's fucking Mario going up the tower to save the princess, but he's throwing barrels at you. That's like when she gamed. And she still is like, can I borrow your Switch to play that? Because it's on the, it's on the the little arcade dealio thing. <laughs> yeah, that but that yeah. was cool. So, I, and that that's a really neat thing. I wonder. Uh, I think they're gonna be doing like a what is it a um, like a I don't want to say a beta, but like I think they're like letting. They might be letting some people play it early, I think, from what I remember. Um, but anyway, that, we shall uh, we shall wait and see about that. But if they do, I definitely want to want to try it out because I remember them talking about something. If you go to the website and you could probably sign up for it or something. Yeah, play times. Yes, they have. They're gonna be having Nintendo Switch Sports online play tests starting on the eighteenth. So this this Friday. Sweet. Uh, at five p.m. Pacific. Cool. Oh no, registration oh, opens tomorrow. Okay, my bad. Registration o- registration opens tomorrow at five p.m., and the play test times will start on the eighteenth. So Friday, uh, Saturday, Sundays when they'll be happening. There you go. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's cool. And then uh, then after that, they had uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, they announced it was uh, coming out in September. Um... I never played any of those Xenoblade Chronicle games. The only reason why I know uh, about any of that is because they have what's name and uh, I, I think his name is Shulk in uh, Smash Bros. Yes, but, but I haven't played <laughs> them myself. I haven't. I haven't played any of the Xenoblade Chronicles games. I've seen people play them. I've seen Co play. 
Like, I think he's played one and two. JP's played one and two, you know. And they seem to like him. And uh, Nintendo obviously has a lot of faith in it. Because even though in the article that this isn't the last thing they showed, at the actual Direct, the Xenoblades was like the last thing that they announced. Um, So that's kind of like a big deal, in my opinion, to throw it at the very end. Because they're like, a lot of people are going to like this. It'll be like a surprise kind of deal. So uh, that's pretty cool. For people that are into the Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, yeah. I might check it out at some point and go through those games, but not right now. There's too much. There's way too... There's so much stuff out right now that I have. There's so much new stuff out right now. And what am I playing? Star Wars Galaxy. Star Wars Galaxy <laughs> you know? is a fucking a nearly 20-year-old game. <laughs> right? I mean, it's so weird. Uh, but yeah, having a good time with that. So, What's uh, what's next? What else did they show, Daniel, at, the, at this Dear Direct? Uh, Earthbound is coming to the Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, classic uh, Nintendo game from the NES and SNES eras is coming over to uh to the Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Uh, yeah, these games I I never really played either. Again, the reason why I know who Ness is and all that is because he was in he's in you know the the Smash Bros. games, but yeah, I never, I never really played a Mother or Earthbound, you know. So that's again, yeah, I haven't the, either. I'm the fact bringing this stuff back for people on the Switch is, is cool, you know. It's cool, yeah. I was like, um, when they bring back things, I, I like, I have, I have friends of all ages and people that have played these games and are like, man, I'd love to to go back to those. And I'm like, I've never even played them. It's like, now I have the opportunity. It's the same thing with, like, the Final Fantasy. Like, Pixel Remasters, right? Like, Majin gifted me one. I've never played a Final Fantasy game, really, other than, like, the online stuff. Um, But but it's cool that they do remasters and bring them back to kind of let people try them out and stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, Again, or relive their childhood and nostalgia. Nostalgia agreed. Nostalgia. Yes, sir. Um Oh, and then also when I you know they had Mario Kart show up, but when when you think they were gonna talk about Mario Kart 9, they're like, no, guess what? We're bringing you more Mario Kart 8 DLC. We're bringing you fucking 48 uh tracks or whatever for like 25 bucks. What do you guys think of that? They're calling it the Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Where they're After... remastering uh, courses from other older games. But yeah, so what do you, when what do you I, think, Josh? Well, what I was going to say was like, when I watched it, I was like, that's a disappointment, right? I was like, man, because, the, because it, the way they said it, it's like, if you've been waiting for the next Mario Kart or something like that, if you've been waiting on like, some news on that, and then, yeah. they, and then the news is uh, we throw you a bunch of maps, which, I mean, to be fair, it's a fuckload of maps. Uh, and then they yeah. throw a price on it. Like, it feels a little, it felt a little shitty. It's all like, it felt a little like, you guys have been waiting. So here's these remastered maps and we're going to charge you for them, even though you've been waiting. So, you know, but at the same time, it is a lot. I mean, it is a lot of content, like 48 fucking maps is a lot or whatever it is. I think it's 40 something. Um, uh, I don't know. It's cool for people that are in it, right? That are into it. So, but like the not the not having. Uh, 
I don't know. It felt like they should have thrown him a free bone. A, l- a few things for free kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. For people that have been waiting for news. That's all. Um, it's like, I know, because I feel like they got to know that there's rumors of that people know that they're working on the ninth game, right? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And then for them just to be like, yo, I know you guys have been waiting for Memorial Card stuff, so here's fucking 48 tracks for 25 bucks. Which, like you said, is a lot of tracks, but I just... It felt a little crappy. The way they said it was... Yeah. Yeah. I got like Mario Kart, but I haven't played in a long time. So for me to be like, oh, yeah, let me just drop 25 bucks for 48 more maps that I'm not going to play, you know? It's like, come on. I don't know. It just, for me, I guess, it's just like, nay. Yeah, I got you. I don't even own Mario Kart, so. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, next, they announced that Portal and Portal 2 are coming over to the Switch. Uh, Triangle Strategy, they uh, got a new trailer and demo uh, because it's releasing in less than a month. Yeah, they said the demo, you can play up to Chapter 3, and it carries over into the main game. So, And I haven't downloaded it yet. I was interested in this because it's very Fire Emblem-esque. So I need to... I played... Do you you remember back when they showed it the first... The very first time we saw that game? They did a demo, and I did play the demo... And I feel I like they that. said, hey, we're going to change the name of it. But I guess they didn't, because wasn't it called Triangle Strategy even back then? I think so. They just never changed the name? <laughs> They're like, we're just going to keep it as Triangle Strategy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, but cool. Yeah. What's next uh, <laughs> on that list? Uh, next up, they announced the classic JRPG Live a Live or Live Alive or Live Alive or whatever you say it, which has never been released over here before. It was a Japan only thing, uh, has been localized and it's coming over to the Switch in summertime, July 22nd. Um, I know you like the premise of this, remember? Yeah, you I, I, about it. I, I did because it's like you go to different times in the you know points of time and you kind of have the character you know uh playing throughout all of them yeah i i i I like that idea that's pretty fucking cool man i uh i I did like that i remember watching i was like yo this is this is something that more games need to do because that's a pretty sick premise man but uh yeah like i don't know if i'll be playing this game but i mean like i said i do like that uh that i the idea of it so so yeah it it, it looked neat I'll, i'll i'll give them that the idea for the game is neat. So, yeah. What'd you think about it? I thought I liked I liked how it looked. Um, honestly, I might even check it out at some point because I just like the idea of like I pick this character and they have their own story in this own time period, and then I pick a, you know, because they had like they had like a, the caveman, and they had like a, a western, and then they had like a shinobi in feudal Japan and the post-apocalyptic uh, future. So it seemed cool. Um. Yeah. That might be one of those things I check out. Oh yeah. Um. The other, the last few things that they talked about here was a game called Clona: Door to Phantom Meal and Clona Two: Latuna's Veil. Vale. I don't know. I honestly don't know anything about those games. So I, I'm not gonna add much on that. But they, they announced that. 
They had uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, where apparently Kirby turns into a fucking car, dude. Mouthful uh, mode. Yeah, mouthful mode. That's uh, uh, that's something. I didn't expect to see that when we were watching this live. Uh, yeah, me then, neither. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking weird, but hey. It is weird. Kirby. Kirby uh, needs to quit, quit touching things with his mouth, okay? It's it's a little strange. Right? It's come on, man. We're we're in we're we're in a pandemic. Anyway, uh mm. the first two front mission games are being remade. Front mission first and the second one are coming to uh the Switch for re- remakes. I uh, thought that looked great. Three. By yeah, the way, it, the front it missions. Cool. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering what the hell that was, you know, but it was like a it's like a very uh we, we we did see we did see gameplay of it didn't we or am I yeah it looked it looked kind of uh in this video that they have here that i'm not showing on stream by the way is um it's just like a trailer but they did show some gameplay of it and it looked kind of xcomy you know that kind of uh yeah. fire and bleed because i remember seeing like it looked like Mecca XCOM. yeah which i'm about yeah. bring it on i'm in I'm, i'll check it out sweet and then, uh, yeah, Splatoon 3 is coming out in the summer, and they talked about uh, Salmon uh, Run. a co-op mode called Salmon Run Next Wave, which, I mean, I I never played any of the Splatoon games, but I know people who did, and they seem to enjoy those games quite a bit. So my, my thing with this when they showed it was like, it was just, they were just the throwing sounds weird. and music, and just, uh, it was the just too was much. Super weird. Yeah. It was too much. It was like overwhelmed. I have sensitive ears. Anybody that knows me knows this. And it's just like, that's just way too much, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah. Every time I think this article is going to end, there's another video. <laughs> I forget no, yeah. that they showed so much. Advance Wars 1 and 2 is uh, something else that they uh, talked about. The remakes are coming out in April. And then uh, they're doing a a dread mode update for Metroid Dread, which makes the game harder. Like you get hit once, you die type deal. So, yeah, fuck that. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. There you go. That's the the the, the latest uh, Switch uh, uh, direct or Nintendo Direct. Yep, 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 yep. That's cool. Uh, some stuff in there for me. Some stuff in there for you. Uh, yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was it was a neat little uh, neat little thing that 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 we had. I, I you know, it it wasn't like anything crazy. Like I was I was hoping for them to like maybe announce the title of the new Zelda game, but nope. They seem to. F- <laughs> We're not gonna mention it. Um, seems to be their policy. Uh, lately yeah. with that. Um, but yeah. Oh well, it's all it's all good. They'll yeah. they'll do it down. They'll do it eventually. It's fine. Um, yeah, it'll be but fun. Anyway. Um, um, that's all for the gaming news. Unless you have anything else. Uh, I'm just gonna mention this because we're cyberpunk dudes. They're gonna have something tomorrow. The cyberpunk team. Did you see this? They have an article. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think what they said is that they're going to be announcing like the next gen versions or, or the current gen versions or whatever. Is that what that is? I wasn't sure. I, th- I um, think that I think that's what I remember hearing is that they're going to announce like PS5, Xbox, uh, 
know, Team, uh, it's a it's turn. a tweet that just says, "So, Tum, how about a date? We'll talk things. You know, you're in Prime. We meet tomorrow, February fourteenth at four p.m. CET at the usual place on their Twitch." So just in case, there's, I'll probably check it out because I still haven't finished Cyberpunk and I actually enjoyed what I played. Um, I'm curious to see if like with those uh, next gen versions, if they'll have like a patch for maybe like PC and stuff like that as well. That kind of adds. Some, we'll see. I'm just kind of curious if they'll, they'll show a roadmap or anything, kind of like that. Um, anything else that we want to mention here? Uh, reviews are coming out for Horizon, which I don't think they were supposed to yet. Were they? When was the embargo on that? I saw that somewhere. Honestly, I don't even know, man. Oh, I think it. I think they are supposed to be out yet, but it's getting good reviews, so that's a thing. Um, I only glanced through them because I haven't even played the first one, so it's like, all right, this is good. Shows off power PS5. Awesome. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about it. like I like I I saw that it's like somebody said that it's one of the best ps5 games which i mean how many great ps5 games are there right now i don't know to be honest but i mean i always like my point is like i always figured it would be like the first game was yeah. one of the best ps4 games so you know yep, 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 yep. uh that's probably it we can move on to the tv news yes tv all righty yes sir we we've done this show for 108 episodes. I still can't remember his TV news next. That's I'm it so is. stupid sometimes. I swear. Um, we we got a lot of TV news because a lot of shit, a lot of TV stuff happened this past week. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, and the first thing of that is that we have finally a premiere date for Obi Wan Kenobi. It will debut on May 25th. Which is the anniversary for not only A New Hope, it's also Return of the Jedi and Solo. And then now this is coming out on that day, so that's cool. I saw a lot of people telling me, like, I, I like, put a tweet out about this, and people were like, oh, missed opportunity not having it on May, May 4th. I'm like, man, if you knew... If you if if you were in a, if you were a fucking an OG OG, you'd know that May twenty fifth is a bigger Star Wars date than the May fourth, right? Because guess what? May twenty fifth is the actual day that Star Wars came out, right? Mm-hmm. May the only reason May the May fourth is a thing is because May the fourth, you know. So get it right, people. Don't come at me for for fucking talking about how May twenty fifth is is a great fucking day. For them to release this when it's the actual day. Anyway, a little that was a little bit of a, of a side rant. Uh, but yes, there's the poster as well. Uh, I like it. I think it's uh pretty pretty basic. Like you know, not a whole lot to to see really. But um, it's just homeboy chilling in the sand as 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 we you know imagined he would. And he seems to be holding a lightsaber in his hand or, or or something, but it doesn't look like his lightsaber. I don't think. Uh, the spice yeah, must look, flow. Looks looks <laughs> cool. Uh, I've heard some rumors about uh, who some people in the show are going to be. Uh, like I heard a particular character from Star Wars Rebels is going to be appearing in this. Uh, 
So I'm excited about that. I'm not going to mention who it is in case people don't want to know. But I'm hyped. Obi-Wan is my favorite Star Wars character. So I am excited to have Ewan McGregor bring him back. And uh, we're going to have Hayden Christensen as Vader and Anakin as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. So I, I can't wait. May 25th, man. It's it's going to be a while before then, but uh, not, not not too much longer. It'll be here before you know it. Like it'll, it seems long, but man, time just goes flying by. Sometimes it seems like I am also super stoked for this. Um, I can't wait to see what they do uh, with this show, and I, I I'm super excited. So like, I don't I don't even really need to say much. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're we're hyped for it. We're hyped for it. So yeah, glad to finally have a release date. Yeah, boy. Um, next up, uh, Futurama has, has a revival over at Hulu, but, uh, there seems to be some, uh, some issues with that, Josh. Yes, sir. There does seem to uh, be. Uh, multiple cast members are coming back, but, uh, one John DiMaggio is, uh, there, there's, there's a hashtag Bendergate going on, man. Is, uh-huh. uh, He's one of the cast members that is so as of right now, not returning. Uh, and there's been a whole thing on Twitter and social media about people like talking about how they're gonna boycott the show if they don't bring him back and and all that stuff. And it, it's it's crazy. I, I know Josh has some some opinions on this, so we're we're gonna go ahead and talk. But Josh, well, you, I know you said before that the. Like, why bring it back when they when Futurama ended pretty well? So how uh, yeah, I thought it ended well. And I didn't yeah. think they needed to bring it back. Which I obviously I know the reason to bring it back is they want money. But like, um, yeah. I I didn't think they needed to bring it back. I especially don't think you don't need to bring it back if you're not going to bring back John DiMaggio, who is who is that fucking character? And obviously, this is probably just a negotiation tactic type of dealio. They're trying to get somebody cheaper. So, um, but like. I, I mean, not, for me, not, for me, if they don't have him in there, I'm not going to watch it. So <laughs> personally, so I, uh, I don't know what the deal is. I don't, it seems monumentally stupid to not bring in John DiMaggio, especially when he's like, they're not bringing me back. I'm on Twitter. Let them know that you don't like it. Like, there's no way that you ever, Hulu would look like the hero in this situation at all. We're going to replace one of the most popular characters on that show's voice with somebody else that's going to mimic his performance. And that just all... The whole thing just kind of seems shitty to me, but... Um, I'm kind of with what Majin, Majin said the other day in voice chat. That's probably just like a negotiation money. Money type yeah, of mean, dealio seems to be the thing. If they don't bring him back, that'd be, that'd be stupid, man. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely moronically stupid. Uh, but I don't think they need to bring it back at all. I think it was fine just letting it be. But you know, they want the, they want money, I guess. Um, and I love Futurama. It was like my favorite show for a very long time. So I think it really means something when I say I don't think it needed to come back. <laughs> Again. Cause it's 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 ended like three times and they brought it back every fucking time. Um, yeah, that's what I got to say on it. 
I don't know if you have any more you want to add on to it or if you No, I just I just think and... it's stupid if they wouldn't bring him back. That that'd be that'd be foolish, man. Like just pay the dude. You get it over with, bring him back. Like that how are you gonna bring everyone like most everybody back and not him, dude? Like, come on, man. I don't it just know. it wouldn't be this it wouldn't be the same having somebody else voice with vendors. So just bring him back. Don't be dumb, Hulu. You got don't money. Fucking pay the man. Yeah, because if you can't bring him back, then don't then don't need, don't bring back the show. You know. Exactly. Don't don't even, don't even do it. Like if you're gonna change it in that way, then don't even do it. Like nobody's gonna want that. Um. We have some Marvel casting news. Um, for moving on from that. Yeah, um, righty. Anthony Ramos has joined in a has joined the Ironheart Marvel series in a secret role. Don't really know who he's going to be playing right now, but uh, Anthony Ramos is. Uh, like a, I, th- I, I, I think he's like an up and comer because he's he's been in like some stuff like uh, that uh, in the Heights movie, which you know a lot of people enjoyed, mm-hmm. and also he was in Hamilton, which again a lot of people enjoyed. But like to like the 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 main like I think to like the like the what's the word I'm looking for like the blockbuster movie people audience he's 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 gonna be coming up with more stuff because he's gonna be in the. Uh, He's gonna be in this, obviously. So he's in the MCU now, and he's also gonna be in the new Beast Wars Transformers movie, as like the main guy of that, I think. So this guy's coming up and 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 appearing in in more things now. Um, yeah. It'd be, again, it doesn't really say who he's gonna be playing, but uh, but yeah. Uh, We'll, we'll wait and see, but it's cool that we're getting some more casting news on 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 Marvel stuff. So I figured I'd throw this in there. Yeah. As somebody who's who's like I said, this guy's probably gonna be pretty big in in future things as well. So there you go. Um. After that, we have. Uh. A Blade Runner TV series is in the works over at Amazon, and Ridley Scott is also uh, being a part of it as well. So, this is going to be a like sequel series to the 2099 movie. Um, uh, or, or not 2099, 2049, because the project is called 2099. So, the original movie, uh, Blade Runner, was set, I believe, in, like, 2019, right? And the sequel, 2049, obviously, same is the year of the title. And now we're getting a uh, the TV series, which is called Blade Runner 2099, and that is going to be, you know... 50 years after the, uh, the the sequel movie and uh and yeah it'll be interesting i i personally enjoyed the first movie more than the second one um i know there's there's something in the there's some stuff in the first movie that's a little outdated but you know with even with that there 
which you know I don't I don't like I don't really care for that scene either. But with even with that there, I still prefer more than the second movie. I like I like Harrison Ford's Rick Deckard more than uh, than uh, Ryan Gosling's uh, character as well. But anyway, that's just that's just a personal preference. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I, I like Blade Runner enough. I like the whole neo noir. Yeah, so I really I'll, like I'll, the I'll setting. Yeah, I really like the setting. Um, it might be uh, easier to get into without like a big star in it. Like, no offense to 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 God. I mean, if anything, like Gosling was was I thought he was great in twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, Harrison Ford, good, Harrison but, Ford, yeah. and he's fantastic in anything. I just mean like it might be easier yeah. to get into with like somebody that's not as like a. Like, listen, when you're known all over the world, sometimes it's kind of hard to, to get into a thing and not see that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, that person and just see the role, so. Um, I I also was a big fan of, of Altered Carbon on, on Netflix, and it's oh. I love sci-fi, uh, cyber, yeah. cyberpunk stuff. Like, you know, yeah, Altered Carbon. Um, I'm super into, um, into that type of sci-fi setting, so... You know, I I'll check this out. I I liked, I like uh, both movies, even though, like you said, the first one has some problematic shit in it. And, um, um, but yeah, I I I, I like the setting a lot. So, uh, kind of curious to what they would do with it as a as a series. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the 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 animated uh, the, the anime on the you know that Adult Swim had made. Which uh, you know the Black Lotus uh, one? I haven't. Seen I haven't checked yet. it out yet either. I'll check it out at some point. But yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. What? We have a uh, some more Star Wars uh, news. This one is casting news, though. And that is that uh, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson has joined the cast of the Ahsoka series. Which I think this is interesting because Ray Stevenson has been in Star Wars before. Not in live action, but in animation. Oh. Uh, Ray Stevenson was the voice of Gar Saxon in the Clone Wars and Rebels. So I I find this very interesting because by this point, Gar Saxon is obviously dead. But I don't know. It makes me wonder if they're like bringing him in for like Gar Saxon flashbacks or if they're just bringing him in to play a completely different character, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Although some some people are saying he's going to be like an Imperial Admiral. So like, you know, that'd make him a new... That'd make him a fucking uh, a new character, you know. That's yeah. The case. But Ray Stevens is good, man. I I think either, regardless of how whatever way they go about this, I think it's good good casting. I uh, I say put him in a bunch of makeup and make him an alien. He'd make a good yeah, uh, a good uh, not a Wookiee, but a Wookiee type character, big and 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 uh, uh, colorful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got a. I feel like he'd do good in that role. I always see him as like a big bulk, bulky kind of dude, personally, in things. Uh, but he'd be cool as an animal, I guess. Yeah. 
I'll have to wait and see, man. Have to wait and see. Mm. But either way, like I said, I think this is this is good casting. So I'm I'm for it. Same. I agree. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, we had a. We had a, uh, a Super Bowl uh, big game, or I guess they called the big game TV spot because they can't call it the Super Bowl. But we had a we had a little little, little Super Bowl teaser for uh, thirty second teaser for Moon Knight. All right, I haven't watched this yet, by the way. So let's uh, check it. Out. Yeah, I actually reacted to it. I usually don't react to like shorter stuff, but I was like, whatever. It's Super Bowl day. Well, well I was watching the the other stuff, so I was like, well, let's check this one out. All right, let's let's check her out, Daniel. If you want to count us down on it, three, two, one, play. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Day and night, it must be very difficult. The voices in my mind, in your head. There's chaos in you. Embrace it. really cool man i can't wait for this show dude yeah he's dope very very excited for that um i love the way his cape looks when he's like flying down towards those dudes and just uh, yeah i can't wait man the the, the visually it looks very beautiful too um so I, yeah I, i'm just very excited for that can't wait um Next up, we had uh, a Vanity Fair first look at the Amazon's new series, the uh, the Lord of the Rings, the the Rings of Power. Um, so they had some like pictures here. Where they have Galadriel in like her, you know, armor for the Northern Armies, and then we had uh, uh, Prince Durin the Fourth, uh, and the Dwarven Princess Disa, uh, Arendir as well, and. If we scroll down a bit, there's a picture of uh, Galadriel and Halbrand, who seem to be in a bit of a, a tricky uh, situation. And then below that, we have uh, a young Elrond, played by Robert Arameo, who was in fucking Game of Thrones, who played young Ned Stark. So homie out here is playing younger versions of these like you're right. Yeah. I didn't think young about Rob, it, but yep. Young Rob Stark and young Elrond, dude. That's that's a, there he is. He's I specialize in playing older characters as younger characters. Yeah. I Put that on your resume. Younger versions of older characters. Oh my goodness. It's my specialization. Um cool. uh, Bronwyn and uh Aaron Deer over here. Nice little moment between the two with a cool looking tree. Um, and then we have Elrond and Galadriel. 
Below that, in the elven kingdom of Linden. Uh, and then we just have a shot of uh, Bronwyn as is the caption says Bronwyn is a single mother and healer seen here in her apothecary in Moth, uh, Middle Earth's Southlands. And then below that we have uh, Jay Bayona and the two uh, moose dude moose moose bros over here just chilling. Dude, imagine um, having to carry that around. Fuck that. That shit's heavy, dude. I'll give me a cart. I'll give me a cart and a donkey or a horse. Carry that shit around. <sighs> but yeah, that's uh, those are some of the. Uh, oh, below that, there's a couple more pictures. But that's that's pretty much the uh, first look images from uh, from Vanity Fair that they had for the uh, for the new Lord of the Rings show. Cool. Um, not only that though, but we did have also. A teaser trailer in the Super Bowl. Wait, yeah, let me open that up here. It was a minute long. It was pretty interesting. I like that opening uh, little uh, little shot that we see there. Um, I'll count us down when you're ready. Just let me know. Yeah, when you, when I am. I am. Done. I am ready. We both already reacted to this guy, so let's check out our yeah. YouTube's. So if you want to go see what we think of it, go go to the YouTube's. We uh we already already checked this out. So. All right, count us down. Definitely go and do that. Um, three, two, one, play. Look at this opening area right here. Beautiful, man. Yeah, it's gorgeous. There's wonders in this world. There are the moose. There are the moose bros right there. Mm -hmm. Before the king. Before the fellowship. Before the ring. The new legend begins this far. The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. So I I don't know what you think of this, Josh, because I you only reacted to this before uh, stream mm -hmm. today, right? So what do you, what do you think? Um, I'm going to check it out. The only thing it's really selling me on, and I said this in my reaction, was like it's got the Lord of the Rings name behind it, and that's kind of like what's getting me sold on it more than anything so it, far. More than anything else. Yeah. yeah. The thing that worries me is in this trailer, we see a big CGI monster, and that was a thing I didn't like in The Hobbit, which I didn't like The Hobbits to be on, The Hobbit movies, to be honest. Um, so I hope, like, with other bad guys, that they're not all giant CG monsters kind monsters. of deal. Because I, I just didn't like that in The Hobbit. I I, I liked the, the practical, like, the orcs and, and goblins that got, that were practical people dressed up in makeup. So that's what I... I like, so I hope that's what they have. Yeah, like the, uh, like the fucking Urukai from the the original. Yes, right? like when they're all they're all dressed up in the like I in the Hobbit they had all these fucking CGI dudes that I thought looked like garbage. Like they they look like garbage to me. I'm sorry if you like if people like that stuff. I'm sorry. I thought it looked like shit. Okay, that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, but 
I just thought that looked real bad. Um, so I don't want it to be all CGI black. You know, I want I want some uh, I want some real feeling. I need some real. I need to feel like if I reached out and touched that, it would feel like a real thing, right? Like if I if I reached out and touched the CGI monster, it's gonna be a dude in a green suit. That's what I'm gonna feel. I I don't know how to explain it any better than that. Um, um, but yeah, like I said, the thing that's selling me on it is that it's just it's the name more than anything, like. It's yeah, Lord of the Rings, so I'm obviously going to check it out. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see. It's kind of where I'm sitting at. Sitting at right yeah, here, not, having seen just this teaser yeah. and what we've heard. I, like, like, I'm definitely going to be checking it out, because like I said, like you said, it's Lord of the Rings, right? So that that already alone, it looks like I'm going to... like. Uh, um, like For that reason alone, I'm definitely going to be checking it out. I don't, I don't hate it, like, or I don't, I'm not, like, I don't think it looks terrible, like, uh, like I've seen other people say, like, I, I think it looks pretty, pretty decent, you know, um, mm -hmm. looks wise for some of the things, like, I'm, I'm just curious to learn more about that time period in Lord of the Rings, because while I love Middle Earth and a lot of stuff, I'm more familiar with, like, you know, the, uh, the stuff going on around the, the, the movies era, you know, like the, the whole yeah. Fellowship era, I suppose, so. I'm excited to learn more about what's going on in, in this uh, third age. So, or second age, my bad. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it looks neat. I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking it out. So, I'm, and, and then, like, you know, we, we, we love this kind of shit anyway, right? Like fantasy. Yeah. You know, kind of stuff. So, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Can't wait. Same. Uh, that's pretty much it for the uh for the TV news. But uh, you know, just one really quickly uh, uh that you know we we watched Super Bowl this uh well yesterday. Yep. And uh, my Rams beat the Bengals, which I mentioned earlier as well. Uh, twenty three to twenty, man. It was a, it was a hell of a game. Um, there there was some scary moments as a for me as a Rams fan because we had a lot of injuries that were like just it, it felt like like you just went from like bad you know when 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 Odell went down to like fucking worse when like Matt Stafford almost looked like he got fucked up too man so it was mm -hmm. it was a little scary there but I'm glad that our uh, that our, that that the boys were able to hang on there and 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 pull out the win. It was a, it was a it was a three point win, but it was still a win nonetheless, man. So I uh, very very excited. I, I as soon as like like we were watching the game and like as soon like before it ended, I because I, I live near SoFi, so I started hearing the fireworks and shit like outside immediately like, as soon as that like was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I uh, it's a beautiful thing, man, to 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 have uh to be NFL NFL champs, man. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's our first uh, our first win over here in, in in at least in football since like the eighties, I believe. Because you know, for a long the longest time we didn't have a football team over here. They yeah, the Rams have only been here since twenty sixteen. You know, for like six years, and uh, which is kind of crazy that it's kind of been like that long already. Like you know what I mean? Like I remember 
in the years before that, like waiting, you know, because we were like gonna be getting a team over here, and it's like, oh, we got the Rams, and then oh, guess what? We got the Chargers too. You know, fuck San Diego, they don't have anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just weird how that works, man. Like we, we you know, like for me, I'm fine with just having one team, right? Yeah, but, it's like, weird we having have, multiple like, teams, have, like, especially teams in the same sport. Every, yeah, we have like two teams in like almost every damn sport, dude. So it's kind of weird. But as always, you root for the one team you root for, and fuck, fuck the other one, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we got the win for the for the first time since uh, you know that they've been back in 2016, and the first time that we've had a win since like the 80s. So it's exciting. Sean McVay, I think, was also like the youngest coach in history to win now because of uh, yesterday's so. win. Um, and yeah, it was it was a hell of a good game. Uh, I wish Odell didn't get injured, uh, because he probably would have won by more. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the game yeah, definitely was, changed was, when he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you could tell immediately that fucking it it changed when when he got out, but uh. But yeah, it was uh, it was super fun. I'm glad we you know we're chilling on the Discord and checking it out and watching it. And it was fun. And um, yeah, it was fun. I love the halftime show. It was great. It was probably my favorite halftime show in like forever. In a long like, time. I don't yeah. Even, yeah. Even my dad was into it. I just saying a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that'll that'll cap us off on our uh, on our football stuff for the next however many months, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're the champions. Let's go! And the and the playoffs. Uh, I I know it was the Super Bowl, but like everything leading up to the Super Bowl oh, was yeah. fantastic. Like some of the best football I've seen in years. Like it was. A, it was it was really really good. Uh, both teams definitely deserved to be there, and uh, it was just a good game. So crazy crazy games, man. Like I we we, we talked about them like in previous weeks. It was fucking nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that'll be it for our TV news. Uh, so if you want, we got some trailers and some news to talk about in the movie. Let's uh, let's just move right along because I haven't watched any of these trailers yet, um, and I haven't oh, seen damn. most of this news. So let's just, right. well, I seen that one at the end. I haven't seen these other two. <laughs> gotcha. So first thing we got here is we have a official trailer for Pixar's Lightyear. Which, uh, as you guys know, is the uh, uh, origin story of Buzz Lightyear, the man who inspired the toy for Toy Story, which is why he's voiced by Chris Evans in this and not fucking Tim Allen. Now that you guys know that, uh, when Josh is ready, we can count down and press play. I'm ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one, play. Stop, man. 
So, what'd you think, Josh? I think that that looks uh, fantastic. I also think I forgot to unmute the browser. So sorry for the recording video, guys, because you didn't hear any of it in the video that played. Um, but yeah, I think that looks great. Um, uh, I I just uh, when am I gonna get my my Woody Western? You know, like when am I gonna get that? Am I gonna get that next? Like, cause I've been, that, dude. I would be all for that. I know my, I, I uh, posted my reaction on YouTube. Majin was saying the same thing. I'm like, yeah, man, I'd be all for that, dude. Um, I want to see that happen, bro. That'd and be I'll be honest with you, I didn't even expect this. <laughs> you know, like I didn't expect to. Uh, I mean, who did? Um, uh, and that to me that looks fun. That looks like a a cool little animated movie. Um. And plus, they kind of cheat by playing Starman. <laughs> so, like, it makes me want to see it more. Um, uh, but yeah, that was a that's a good trailer, and I definitely want to check check out that movie. Um, and I want the Woody Woody's Roundup next uh, movie. Roundup, yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it looks great. good. I, I, like I said, I reacted to it already. So if you guys want to see my thoughts, go check it out on on, on the channel. It's there. Um, yeah. And this next trailer, I also reacted to. So, uh, if you want to check this one out, Josh, let me know when you're ready. I have it open I, already. I'm up. Let's Counting do it. Down. This is Jurassic World Dominion, the official trailer. Three, two, one, go. Don't worry, guys. I've actually unmuted the sound this time. <laughs> I wanted to show them something that wasn't in the ocean. Damn, it's Yellowstone with dinosaurs. Something that was real. Dinosaurs. Life uh, finds a way. We can't keep her here forever. They find her, we're never gonna see her again. We gotta protect her. That's our job. Humans and dinosaurs can't coexist. Jesus. We created an ecological disaster. The hell of a drive-in. Way just to catch up now, did you? You coming or what? Sam Neil, yeah, boy. We're racing toward the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. Come back. I always come back. 
That's another plane, right? Not exactly. That's a huge bitch. Okay. So, Josh, thoughts? Uh, well, I did not see the one before this one. Um, mm. I mean, to be uh, honest, you're not missing out on much. I've seen it exactly only, only only once, to be fair. But I I couldn't tell you what happened. It was it was pretty pretty forgettable. But anyway, yes. Gotcha. So, um, I mean, it looks fine. It's it's dinosaurs. It's the it's the nostalgia. Um, Bring it back to but, the, the classic trio, yeah. Which seems to be the thing nowadays with uh, TV series and and movies is we bring in our, we we we're gonna play with your childhood a little bit. We're gonna bring them back a little bit and uh, yeah. and get you in well, the, get your butts in the seat. Because I'll be honest with you, that's probably about the only thing that's selling me on this is the original trio in there. So at uh, least this original trio got to be on screen together again, right? That's all I'm gonna say, man. No, I agree with you. Yes. I don't mean to get it back into that bucket of fucking shit, but at mm -hmm. least this, this trio got to be back together again. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't. I don't hate what I've seen here. It's just uh, I'm a little dinosaured out. I guess they've they've milked the franchise quite hard with Jurassic Park movies and Jurassic World movies. So. Um. Yeah, about the only thing that's selling me on this is the original trio. I'll probably go see it for that reason alone. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks fine. Gotcha. What What did you think, for the most um, part? Yeah, I mean, that, that was, I think, the biggest thing for me, too, is just seeing the, the, the trio back, you know. Um... I the second one was not great. I prefer the first one more. Um, yeah, I, I just it's gonna be one of those things that I'll check out because you know it's it's, it's Jurassic Jurassic Park and uh, um we'll see how it goes, man. It, 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 it's either gonna be good or it's either or it's gonna be bad. I mean, I'd be surprised if it's like in the middle, but I don't know. I mean, I just hope that I, I hope that's good. Like I always say, I hope everything's good. So, um, yeah, hoping for for good things as always. Yeah, and uh, I hope they kind of let the franchise rest a little bit after this. After this one, so. yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, 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 it makes sense for them to do it. Yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, next up. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, how Russell Crowe is joining Aaron Taylor Johnson in the Sony Marvel movie Craven the Hunter. So oh, yeah, what? Russell Crowe, you read that? You heard that? You heard me right? Is joining uh, the Craven the Hunter movie. 
Um, so Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be playing the the titular character himself, Craven, but uh, story details, including uh, including who Russell Crowe is going to be, is uh, unknown for the moment. But it is said that many uh, many of the main characters are said to be Craven's family members. Um, so maybe Russell Crowe is going to be like his dad or something. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see, but uh, I think it's interesting that we're gonna have Russell Crowe in in this uh, in this movie. Uh, I wonder who he will be uh, he will be playing uh, because not only is he in this one, but uh, he's also gonna be in uh, uh, the new Thor movie as well. So having him be in the Sony verse and the MCU is. Uh, Interesting, you know, especially considering how we have, you know, with the multiverse going on right now, there's people that can go from one thing to another, right? Yeah. So to have him be two different characters in one movie and the other is going to be intriguing. We'll see how that see how that works. But but anyway, there you go. Russell Crowe, not only in Thor but also in Craven. I wish I could be excited about this movie, but. Yeah, like it's I mean, hard it's... because it's yeah. Sony, and I'm also they're doing the anti-hero, whereas where I'm like I'm used to Craven being That's the bad guy, um, and it feels like Sony's yeah, like we'll take everybody and make them anti-heroes and not let people it's be bad guys, and I don't agree with that at all. Um, yeah. So I would like to be excited. I would like to be. I'm not. Uh, until I see more details or see something that makes me excited, because nothing yeah. they've shown so far does. Um. Yeah. Yep. 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 I got you. Um. What else we got? Apart from that, oh, so DC released this short little minute uh, teaser about all the movies that they're coming out this year. I have not seen this. So we have the Batman, Black Adam, The Flash, and Aquaman, and we have some nice little looks at certain things in this. Uh, I did watch this. I did not react to it though, although I probably—I mean, it's only a minute long. I again, I typically tend to not react to shorter stuff like this. But anyway, it's called "The World Needs Heroes" by DC. Three, two, one, play. Who are you under there? What are you hiding? My son dreamt of a better world. That's why he saved me. You can go to any timeline, any universe. Why fight to save this one? What could be greater than a king? A hero. I just got goosebumps. The Flash. No one will. Aquaman. Come with us. There's a glorious world out there. Dude, Dr. Felix, so cool. Waiting for you. Oh, Dr. Felix, badass. The, the Batman, Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman, yeah. The Lost Kingdom. Uh, yeah, some interesting looks in there. 
Yeah. Uh, also, I agree. Majin the Flash suit looks so much better. It looks so. It actually looks really good in, in this uh, this little little teaser that we had here. But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I can't wait to check out all those movies. And then fucking Pierce Brosnan as fucking Doctor Fate, dude. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Even uh, even Hawkman looks fucking cool, dude. You see those those fucking wings, man? Jeez. Yep. You gotta gotta look at uh, Dwayne, you know, The Rock as uh, Black Adam as well. Um, Adam Smasher. It's a lot of a lot of really cool little shots in this, man. And yeah, yeah I, just, I really I, love, I really like the Doctor. I love Pete. the way yeah. uh, he looks so cool, man. Look at that. He looks fucking badass, dude. Trying to get a shot here. It's at the uh, 47, 47 second mark. How do you do frame by frame again? Maj just told me this like a billion times. I forgot how you do it. I don't know, man. I just pause it at the uh, at the time. There man. we go. I got you. Look at that. That's pretty good. God, that that Dr. Felix fucking badass dude. I can't can't wait to see that. That'll be so cool. Yeah, it looks also, that, looks awesome. That's a, good, go. uh, that's a good thing to know. I didn't know about the whole frame to frame thing. I'll try to I'll try to keep that in mind for the future. That's that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of YouTube, but even then, I did not know about that. That's cool. Yeah, you can even fucking see them. When you go frame by frame, it's like, I can actually see the symbols on the suit much better than I could in motion and stuff, because they have, like, etchings and symbols all over it. Helmet looks great. Dr. Fade just looks cool. Yeah, he looks fucking badass, too. I'm excited for all that stuff. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited for, like, everything they showed here. Um... The Batman, obviously. Uh, Aquaman, I thought that movie, the original, the first movie was good. Um, I'm definitely interested in what they do with The Flash. Uh, Black Adam, obviously, I love The Rock, so that's been a thing he's wanted to do for a very, very, very long time. Um, and yeah, that looks great. Some cool shit in there. Hell yeah. All right, what's next? Next up, let's talk about um, Simu Liu. Shang-Chi himself is joining Margot Robbie in the Warner Brothers Barbie movie. Yes, that's that's right. You heard me, the Barbie movie. Shang-Chi is joining Harley Quinn in the Barbie movie. And um, yeah, that's... Uh, I just thought it was it was uh, something like I don't know what the hell they're planning on doing with this movie. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just sitting there like, this, like, this is this. like, like how do you make a Barbie movie? Who, who do you, like who is Simu Liu gonna be playing? You know, like 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 what? It's just it's just so interesting to me. Like what what how they're even gonna make this like happen? You know what I mean? Like. But also apparently Ryan Gosling and America Ferrera are also in the uh in the movie as well. 
Um, which I mean, dude, so building up a decent cast for a fucking Barbie movie, man. Is this about like the Barbie the character or like the story of Barbie the doll and how it came to be? Is the is it like what does anybody any details on how this is? Like I don't even know. Uh kind of thing, you so, know what I mean? Like So I think we've talked about this movie um, in the past. Uh, we kind of mentioned it uh, uh, briefly. Oh, it but, says in um, the article. Yeah, I see it. Uh, wait, what does it say in the article? In the article, it says uh, Margot Robbie is starring as Barbie. Um, yeah. It also says that Ryan Gosling is playing Ken, so it's like this isn't like a documentary. This is Barbie is actually having a Barbie movie. Got it. Yeah. Uh that's what I didn't realize. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so there you go. Ryan Gosling's playing Ken. Margot Robbie's playing Barbie. Uh. And, and yeah, Josh is staying is. home and not seeing it at all. So, <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you're not you're not gonna go rush out and watch this one Dang. hell no okay dude, ryan, ryan gosling's playing ken dude. even though i like like everybody in this movie pretty much i'm not gonna go see this movie <laughs> no offense i have no urge to see a barbie movie what no, and the only I reason this is not. a thing is is money like i don't know you know i don't I thought it might be interesting if they're telling the story of how it came to be a toy. That might be worth seeing. But actually seeing somebody playing Barbie and Ken is like, nah. No, I won't, Loki. You'll secretly buy a pre-buy ticket for it? Oh, man. No, because if I was going to see it, I'd tell you I'd go see it without shame because I'm not ashamed of things. I will tell you I'm not going to see this. All right. That's hilarious, man. That is too funny. Oh, man. All <laughs> What's right. next? Well, we, we, we can move on from that, yeah. Uh, the last thing we have here is uh, they released a, a new official trailer for uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, yeah. We have reacted to these. They are up on our YouTubes, but we will watch it again here for you guys. Indeed. If Daniel wants to count us down on it, I'm ready. Counting down in three, two, one, play. Every night, I dream the same dream. The nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes. We don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? 
Who's doing this to you, Wanda? It's a Minotaur! Look at it! <laughs> he was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. Very fucking cool, man. There's a there's a lot. Shit's gonna get weird, man. baby. I'm in. There's a lot of interesting things, man. I need to show this to my dad, because uh, you know he loves Doctor Strange. He loves the original movie. Yeah. Like that's his favorite. I wonder. I wonder what he's gonna think of this one, because there's a right? lot. There's a lot of shit going on here, man. I'm kind of curious. Uh, like uh, that is definitely uh, uh, Sir Patrick there. Mm -hmm. uh, talking we're, we're we're getting the illuminati in this man i i the the those ultron robots dude there's there's so much going on here man there's so much going on here and 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 that's not even like all of it we're, we're getting like so much more that is not even in this trailer man like it, it's gonna be fucking bonkers dude yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very exciting, though, man. But that's yeah, a, like I said, it's a lot. That's a high bass trailer, man. Yeah. Like I, I, honestly, I wonder what that's gonna think because like there's there's a lot of shit in here that's like even beyond the first movie, you know. It's like I don't need anything more than what I just saw. Like I was, I look, I was always gonna see the movie. I was always gonna see it. It's Doctor Strange, it's Marvel. We watch all that shit. I don't need to see anything more than what we've seen to be extremely fucking excited and hype. And I just, I just love Doctor Strange for all its fucking trippiness and, and everything that it does. Like it's gonna be, pretty dope. Uh, I can't, I can't wait till it's here to go see it. Um, yeah, and I'm also curious to what the old man would think because uh, he hasn't even seen all the Marvel movies, but he just likes Doctor Strange. I don't know what it is about Doctor Strange that kind of grabbed him, something about it, but he really liked it, like. He watched it without me, which is weird. <laughs> My old man doesn't watch movies alone usually. Uh, I usually have to like drag him in the movies, kind of like Majin. We have to kind of drag Majin in the movies sometimes uh, to get him to watch something. So, uh, yeah, pretty pretty excited. Yeah, it looks really good though. Looks really really good, um, especially after what happened in. Uh fucking far from home like shit is gonna be nuts dude like mm -hmm. like damn very very exciting 
very very exciting stuff but uh yeah and then also not only that but this 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 was not in the news I, I, or i didn't post it in the news but here you go josh they also like released it. posters hey let's check these out yeah they, they have posters for both moon knight and uh multiverse of madness which if you click on fucking the multiverse of madness uh one some of these shards may have some interesting clues and things going on in some of these glass shards man that's a fantastic fucking poster i love it like the shards and everything that's a great poster i really like it pretty badass yeah like i said there's a lot going on in this movie yeah, boy. But that's the Doctor Strange one, and then there's the Moon Knight one, which I think looks pretty cool too. Also cool. Yep. You got Oscar Isaac, Moon Knight. Pretty dope. When, I, well, when I seen Moon Knight, all I all, all I can really think, and I don't mean this in a bad way at all. I just think the Invisible Man wrapped up in mummy wraps, because uh, that's that's what I saw so much growing up. Yeah, I got you. But the costume looks great. I love it. I'm excited for yeah, Moon Knight as I well. Can't, so. I can't wait for both of those, man. Mm-hmm. It'll be very, very exciting, indeed. But yeah, that's uh, that's our news, man. That's our news for the day. That's it. That's the news, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe. Uh, so we're gonna take a break because I need a break. Um. Uh, and then I will put some music on for you guys, and then we'll be back to talk about our main topic. So don't go anywhere. Let me fed up, set up the uh, break screen. All right, we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break, and we're ready to talk some Boba Fett. I believe. Dun, 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 Which, before we get started, dun, let me put it on here so people are aware. The book um, Boba Fett. Spoilers. 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 Just a second. And yes, we're spoiler tagged. Also, thank you, Plasma Wasp, for that host. Um. So yeah, if you haven't seen the book of Boba Fett, now here's your warning. Take a hike. Come back after you've seen all of it. Um, as I know some of y'all didn't get to right as it aired and and stuff like that. So, Daniel, if you want to start us off here, my friend, you uh, yeah. At this point, though, it's been out for a while. The whole show has been out for a while. If you haven't seen it, come on. What, what, what are you waiting for? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, let's let's start off. So the Book of Boba Fett, seven episodes long, which is a weird number because usually shows are like six or eight. You know, they're even numbers. They don't end on odd numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a little weird. Oh, I mean, I guess it's not true. Some, some shows have like 13 episodes or whatever. But anyway, they have more. Than, than just the weird number seven. But anyway. Um, um, seven episodes started in, uh, I believe, December. 
late December. We had it all. We had it throughout January, and then until this past week, uh, this past Wednesday. Um. Now that it's all over, because we've been watching it week by week. Uh huh. Um. Let's just talk about if we liked it, if we didn't like it, that kind of thing. So, Josh, uh, did did you like the Book of Boba Fett? Now that all seven episodes are, are out, and I released? did, I did like the Book of Boba Fett. Um, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I liked it as well. Um, there's a lot of things in here that um people have strong opinions about. Mm-hmm. Um. And even I have some. Brought out a lot. Yeah, this show has brought yeah. out a lot of strong opinions out of some, out of people. Um, for me, um, there was a lot of stuff in here that I enjoyed. There was some stuff that I like. Well, we're gonna be talking about it, but there was some stuff that I was just like, well, maybe they could have done that differently. But overall, overall. I definitely enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I had fun with it. Um, I, my thing is like, I generally am not like the biggest fan of like flashback storytelling. Mm-hmm. But when they do it well, or when, or, or when they, when it's done a certain way, I, 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 I think I, I enjoy it like decently enough. Like it just, well, I wouldn't say enjoy it, but I find it like you know acceptable because again, I'm not the biggest fan of like flashback storytelling. So, I think the way they did it here, in in this show with Boba going to the back to tank, and then having the flashbacks that way, I think that is a good way to do it in Star Wars. Like if you're gonna do it, that's a good way yeah. to do it. But even then, like I was kind of conflicted on that because for me, like for Listen, we've been waiting for years, right? About what happened to Bo or what happened to Boba after Return of the Jedi. How did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? What did he do in the time after that? And I'd been wondering this for years. For years I've been wondering this. But also at the same time, now that we see it in live action and we're seeing it be a thing and whatnot, I uh I couldn't help but, but like, like I was enjoying watching the flashback stuff. Like I enjoyed seeing him with the Tuscans, and I enjoyed seeing him going to Tashi Station and all that stuff. But like I was conflicted because a part of me was like, as much as I'm enjoying this flashback stuff, I kind of want to see more of the current storyline, the present day storyline that's happening over with him, yeah, and him and and Fennec trying to, you know. Like he's he's trying to become the new daimyo. Like like I wasn't I was slight I was like more interested in seeing that more prominently. Yeah. But like in the first three episodes, the story kind of focused on like the flashbacks of 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 what he was doing. Uh, you know, in 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 the in the meantime, and like it's again, very front loaded. I, I, I did want to see that, but like I feel like maybe it was a little too much. Like maybe they should have, maybe the flashbacks shouldn't have taken that long. You know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so bad, I think, 
if it wasn't a seven episode show. If it was like a ten episode show, I feel like what would have been better. Which that's another thing that I'm gonna be talking about later. I feel like this particular uh show, The Book of Boba Fett, suffered from I think having only seven episodes. Whereas like for me, The Mandalorian, as you know, it's they're only eight episode episodes long each season. And I wish there was more, but at the same time, I feel like that works perfectly in the way that they tell their story and the way that they do things there. Because in the book of Boba, I couldn't help but being like, maybe if we had less flashbacks, it would have, I would have, and and we would have seen more of the current storyline. I would have been more fine with it. But again, I'm like so conflicted because again, I wanted to see the flashback stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I want to see the the current story too, and I feel like. In the first three episodes, the flashback stuff took a lot of time from the current story. And I just, I couldn't help but be like, if, well, maybe if we had 10 episodes, then it wouldn't have felt so bad. But since we were kind of constrained in, the, in the, we knowing that we're only going to have seven episodes, and then you have like this entire episode be nothing but flashbacks, and we're like, well, you know, you know, it's cool to see, but at the same time, I'm like, well, how are we how are we progressing the story forward you know yeah so that was kind of my thing and then i'll mention something later in regard to a character that shows up later that i anyway we'll we'll but so yeah so how did you feel about like those early episodes where like we were just focusing on like all right here's boba out of the starlight pit here's what he was up to in the years in the five years between return of the jedi and the mandalorian season two i agree with you they front load those flashbacks um i also agree with you in saying that i wish the show had more episodes because i also have some issues that i'll bring up later on that i felt could have been solved with a few more episodes to establish things right now don't get me wrong i like the stuff that's in the flashbacks i love the tuscan raider stuff um which is why i i kind of was like i'm saying which is why i'm feeling conflicted mm -hmm. because i'm like at the same time i love seeing that but also Seeing that is cutting out from the current story, and that it's, it's kind of—it's a lot. Can't have those it's front loaded. Like, I, I, yeah, it's a lot right at the start for for three episodes, right? Like, that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking flashbacks. Um, yeah. but because their season's so short, it's like you can't really spread them out that much. Um, and also, whereas if like, it was longer, I feel like you could have. Yeah, exactly, and also I feel like. They focused on certain things in those flashbacks maybe a little longer than they should have. Like, I I would have been more okay with it if, like, you know how we had the Tuscan, we had the the three, we had like three main Tuscans, right? Among that tribe that we had, we had three main Tuscans. We had the chieftain, we had the warrior lady, and then we had the kid. Those are the three. Would you you would agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so those are the three main Tuscans. In our Tuscan tribe, they focused on those three more than any of the other ones for three entire episodes where we know that Boba was, you know, a part of this, uh, you know, this tribe and, you know, they he got to make his own gaffy stick and all that. But But anyway, they focused on those three more than the others. And the reason I bring this up is because they particularly show you, you know how when we in a couple ep- a couple episodes later we see them, um, 
when when ultimately so ultimately it's revealed that the Pike Syndicate took down the Tuscan tribe, but they blame it on the on on the uh, suit bikers, right? Mm-hmm. So when we see the scene of Bobo going to the tribe and he sees everybody dead, um, they they show you a a close up shot of the chieftain laying there dead. And he was one of the main three ones that we saw. But they don't show you the Tuscan warrior or the child. Although like some some you know there, there's a there's a scene where they show you with him Boba like burning all the bodies and he has like a little tiny gaffy stick which I guess is meant to tell you that the kid is dead. But I never, like, I didn't see it as the kid or the warrior being dead because I'm like, well, we, we didn't see the bodies and they're not dead, right? Mm. So I was always kind of hoping for them to show up. Like, I honestly, I was expecting them to show up in the finale, you know, when they were, like, recruiting, you know, when they were, like, gathering their forces and having reinforcements show up and all that. I was, like, expecting him or, or at least the, the Tuscan warrior and maybe the kid show up again because, like, oh, maybe they're alive. And then they just never did. So I was like, well... That's a little like like with that they probably could have cut more of that Tus- those Tuscan flashbacks if like some of those characters never came back you know what I mean like yes it was cool to see that but like I you know you it would have been you would have been fine with Boba like you know getting to be more familiar with the uh, with the Tuscans and and being accepted into their tribe and everything if um. If you maybe were like, I feel like we would have had the same. What I'm trying to say is, it would have had the same effect if maybe you would have cut out a bit more of that Tuscan stuff, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's what I uh, have to say on that. Um, I did. Um, I just want to say I do enjoy the Tuscan stuff, but it, it is a lot. And the reason, and the main reason I enjoy it is is just because it's like. All right, fucking Daniel and I love Knights of the Old Republic. If you go down a certain path, you'll see that Tuscans aren't just fucking mindless monsters like they're often portrayed to be a lot of the time, right? Like, um, uh, they are. They have their own culture, their own language, their own history, their own way of telling their history with storytellers and such. So that's why in The Mandalorian and in this show, I'm glad that they do show that. It's like one of my favorite bits but i'm like oh thank god they're showing this that they're not just a bunch of mindless murderers a lot of the time uh there's actual reasons for what they do uh uh with their with their characters with their with their um people um but yeah that's all i wanted to add on that what what did you have next no um but yeah, so again, that whole as much as I I like seeing the Tuscan thing, um, because yeah, like like Josh said, we we already knew that they weren't these like for for people who have have you know played or watched or or you know experienced more of Star Wars apart from just the movies, you know that mm-hmm. the Tuscans were not just mindless you know fucking things that were there to fucking haunt Tatooine or whatever you know. They're not so. just there to be an antagonist character. Yeah, so we knew that already. But anyway, as much as I love seeing that Tuscan stuff, I felt like if you if we're gonna have only seven episodes, I would have I would have for me it would have been better if you had maybe less of little less of that and more of the actual current story. 
I don't disagree. But, but I would have been fine with it the way they had it if we had more episodes. So that's kind of what I'm trying to say. So again, yeah. that's my that's my conflict. Is that I like that stuff, but in the in the way we had it, it would just it, you know, we just I feel like you needed to alter it. But anyway, um. But but and then even in those three episodes, we we, we get to see some of the current uh, storyline. Uh, like, you know, we we see um, him in 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 the in Jabba's palace, and obviously he's coming in and out of the back to tank. And then we have some recurring or, or returning characters, like we have some Gamorrean guards who served both Bib Fortuna and Jabba the Hutt before Boba. And they, you know, Bob was like, "If I spare you, will you be loyal to me?" And they're like, "Hell yeah, homie!" And they, 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 they pledge their loyalty to Boba. And now he's got two loyal Gamorian homies with him. And um, and then we also get to see um, not only that, but we see um, uh, other uh, former characters of the of the hut or, or Jabba's uh, palace like such as like AD8 you know he's chilling in the background mm-hmm. and then and then in later episodes we get to see like EV99 and 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 the, and the cook droid in the in the in the kitchen so seeing stuff like that is really cool you know for like somebody like me who loves like seeing all the little background characters of Star Wars and whatnot um and then that also in addition to that in the as a part of the current storyline, we get to see new things that were created from the show. Like, I don't know about you, Josh, but I fucking loved the new addition <sighs> of Barsa Fwip and her sanctuary. Yes, yes, that I liked. A, uh, I liked that. I thought that, that was, was cool. Really fucking cool. I love her, man. And goddamn, Jennifer Beals, dude, she looked. She was <laughs> killing it in that Twi'lek. You know, fucking fucking gear, man. But yeah, I really enjoyed her character and 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 the whole sanctuary. Like you, know, you get to see that fucking Max Rebo is still alive too, and he's still just chilling, chilling playing music. Yeah, and I love that sanctuary, man. It was really cool to see, dude. So I was I was very upset when later on, you know, we they blow it up, dude. Because I was, yeah, I like that place, man. It was a cool little like stuff like that is what made me like seeing things like that. Like really makes me want to play more like. Uh, Star Wars RPGs and and like you know it definitely made me want to play Galaxies more and all that you know what I mean so yeah it was set cool up your own the, uh, cantina yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool characters and stuff oh, I love that and then we also got so yeah and then we just got more background on like Tatooine stuff in general like you know Mock Shays is the mayor of fucking Mos Espa and you know the the concept of like having a, a major or a, 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 a daimyo for uh, for uh, Mos Espa and, you know, fucking AD8s calling Boba Lord Fett and, you know, things like that. That's just like, wow, that's fucking, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so I love seeing that kind of stuff. And then, um, yeah, uh, other stuff I love seeing is like the twins, dude, you know, like Jabba's cousins that we get to see. Yes. Yes. The twins were fucking cool, man. And then not only that, they show up with fucking Chrysanthemum. Yeah. And, and when you see that for the first time, you're like, yo, like for like for me, I knew about Chrysanthemum already because he was from the Dr. Afro comics and, and the Star Wars comics and whatnot. So I know who that was. But it was interesting for me seeing people who didn't know who the fuck they you know he was, right? 
I was like, that's a big motherfucker right there. That's yeah, big ass like, fucking that's a Wookie. Big ass, that's a big ass Wookie with a big ass gun, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, but yeah, back to the twins real quick. It was cool seeing the twins because, like, you know, they're brand new characters that, that were created for this, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, here's Jabba's cousins, you know, that, that are part of the Hut cartel and everything. I like, it was really cool seeing Huts in live action again, you know? Yes. Because we hadn't seen them I in agree. live action since uh, Phantom Menace, I believe. Like, it's been a long time, dude. Yeah. So I really enjoyed. I want seeing more that. huts. They, I want more huts, they man. They look good, dude. They, they actually look really good, like for CG, you know, for it's like a mm-hmm. TV show. So they some nasty ass looking huts. They did a good job. They had like little tats over here in the lips, and like you know, they were they were a little too close for for being siblings. But mm-hmm. uh, fucking dabbing himself off with a fucking rat. The live little fucking creature, yeah. Yeah, such a uh, hut yeah. I, I I love seeing the introduction of fucking Chrysanthemum live action and the twins and. And those poor bastards having to carry them on that fucking... Could you imagine carrying huts around on that thing? Fuck that. No, fuck that shit. But anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, stuff like that was cool. And then... Uh, and then, yeah, just, just small little, little, little things and moments like that. And again, going to the fucking Tashi station, you know, in the flashbacks and seeing... Cammy and 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 uh, fucking uh, fixer and it, it's it's cool, man. It was, it was really cool seeing seeing things like that in this, and then having more. Uh, uh, another thing, yeah, that this show has that the Pikes, man, like originally from Clone Wars, they showed up in the solo movie in live action for the first time, and then now we have them in this show as like the main, you know, antagonist for the show. They're the heavies, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um, so that was cool, and then, and then also like we get introduced to some characters, uh, known as the modders they call them, uh, which are like these street punk kids who have like pimped out little speeder bikes, and they look super out of place for uh, Tatooine. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, uh, that's the thing, man. So we had the two main ones, Drash and Scad. So Drash was the uh, the girl, and then Scad was the dude. Um, uh, along with the other uh, the other uh, fucking uh, modders, which they from the from the very beginning, like I remember seeing the uh, the the trailers for and stuff for the Book of Boba, and they appeared in it, and I was like, well, that seems very odd like i don't know who they're supposed to be and, and why they are even you know like they just look out of place for tattooing mm-hmm. and then we see them and then now that the show's over i still feel like they're out of place i agree Tatooine. but like i don't hate their characters like other people do i just think they're kind of out I of don't place hate where we are i don't hate them i just like, need I them to be people... a little grungy that's all i need them to be a little dirty <laughs> I see people be like, you know, like they're just giving them shit. And I'm like, well, they're there because I think the main reason they're a part of this is because they're like, and, and, and they, and they tell us this during the, the episodes, like, like in the finale, when they're hiding in the ruins of the sanctuary and Boba's like, oh, we should go back to my palace and, you know, regroup and, you know, hold our, you know, to hold our stand there and everything. And they're like, no, we have to stay here because the people are Mos Espanitas. They're, they are there to represent the, the people of Mos Espa. Because obviously you can't have an entire town 
be you know around all the time so you have to have certain characters that are like these these people are here to represent like the town of Moss Espa and what you're fighting for and all that, right? So mm-hmm. they're there for that reason. I just wish they weren't so bright and colory, but I don't know. It just they, again for me, they're just out of place. I, I also that speeder chase that we had in that one episode was way too slow. Yeah, that's another thing I didn't really like. I'm not saying they need to be like Forest Moon of Endor. Luke and Leia chasing down scout troopers on, on you know fast because that's super fast. I'm just saying they need to be slower than like you can tell they're using real vehicles and they're going slow as shit, you know? Yeah. Like I just needed them to be faster than that. Like just speed it up a little bit more. Like that's all you needed to do. Cause that chase scene felt so slow. I think it was in what, like the third episode? Episode or the fourth episode? I forget which episode it was, but that chase scene, man. Third or fourth, it I was can't remember. So slow, dude. It just it just fell off. But yeah, that's my thing with the with the moderates. I don't hate them. They're just they feel out of place, and and I get I get why they're there for to represent Moss Espa and the and the, and the, and the for me and all that. So yeah, for me again, it's a problem that could be solved with like a couple more episodes. Right, with be- building them out. Instead, they're just kind of there a little bit. They're meant to show you to represent the people of Mostespa. But that's like my, this is my biggest gripe with this show, um, really. And and I like the show, but it's my biggest problem with it is the. I need to see Boba Fett like when they're like, we need to defend this t- town, these people, like. But I haven't seen him do interact with the people at all, other than going to the sanctuary and getting a bunch of money, really, like in the helmet. Like that's kind of like all you really see with it, because it, it again, it's seven episodes. They didn't really show. They couldn't really show that, so you kind of have the modders in there to be like, kind of like that connection. I wish there was more of a connection between Boba and Mas Espa. The community at large a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because for the most part, like you said, yeah, we got to see that in the sanctuary and whatnot, but mm-hmm. that's really it, yeah. I wish... That's an, now you, now you wish bring you... up Bobo without his helmet. Sorry to interrupt, though. Just, no, you're good. Go ahead. Really just... That's another thing that, that kind of, like, I guess, I don't know, it, it kind of rubbed me wrong. It's like, well, but we... we Bobo's out here, like, without his helmet... A lot of the time, and he's just and he's talking a lot, which I which I think Tim Tim Timmy or Morrison also said like, "Yo, I feel like I'm talking and taking off my helmet way too much in this show. Like I shouldn't, you know." It seemed kind of mm-hmm. weird. Like I get that Boba's like a he's a changed man after his experience with the Tuscans, but I feel like we saw him with his helmet a lot. Like I don't know, it just I, we we never really see Boba without his helmet often prior to this, so it just feels weird, you know. But yeah. Anyway. Continue with what you were saying. They kind of did like the the opposite of like the Mandalorian with it, like right. Whereas Mando yeah. almost never takes off his helmet, almost never during yeah. that show. Um, Boba has his off a lot, a lot. And yeah, I, can, I don't understand. Why are you making it the opposite? Like it doesn't have to be that extreme. I don't think so either. Um, especially you're walking around in broad daylight. Yes, you have guards. Yeah. Wear your damn helmet, man. You're a crime lord. You have enemies. 
you know yeah like, which was always weird like and i think literally the first episode they get they get like jumped by those dudes with the shields right mm-hmm. which is like why like what are you doing dude like i don't i don't get that man i i don't i'm not saying he needs to have his helmet on at all times like mando because you know he, he has it on because of the creed right yeah because you know, this is the way he's a fucking cultist but Fucking like he just had he has it off way too much, man. I just it just feels weird, man. For some Boba, like... Boba as a character, everything that have they've shown us in the past, right? I'm gonna use the past to establish this. Everything yeah. in the past, in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, shows us that Boba is a smart, killing machine bounty hunter guy, right? He knows risk. He knows not to take his fucking helmet off. Well, if you are now suddenly years later. Trying to establish yourself as a, a big time crime lord, somebody that's gonna have enemies, obviously has enemies because they try to fucking kill him. Yeah. Why are you walking around, broad di- daylight, Tatooine, and like you're gonna get somebody's gonna take a shot at you? You don't have your helmet on, like man, like I don't know. I, I'm making it sound like it's a giant gripe. It's it's not a giant gripe, but it does bother me a it bit just, because it's it's just stupid. It's stupid. It just feels weird. Like, it's not a character, dude. You have this character who wears the helmet almost all of the time, but in this show, we see him a lot of the time walking around holding the bucket. Like, why have a helmet if you're not gonna wear it? Like, like why are you walking around town with your helmet with your bucket in your hand, dude? Like, just if you're gonna be at that point, then don't even don't even wear Mandalorian armor at that point. Just you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just seems weird. I don't know. Well, pour Again, your pour your mean, money in a Phoenix helmet and put your helmet on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just I I don't need you to have the helmet on all of the time, but just like I need it on when it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense for you to have it when you're out doing the walk. You know, it just seems excessive for him to just have it off a lot of the time because a lot you're of the making scenes, yourself a giant they, target. They like cut back to a scene and you see him standing there with a with a bucket in his arms. Like what the fuck? Oh, man. Anyway, I, I might be making it a bigger deal than it, than it needs to be, but it just it just seems weird, you know. And again, I get that he's a changed man after the Tuscans because you know he didn't have his armor with, when he was with them or whatever. But it just I don't know. It just seems weird. Even you know? even as a changed man, he'd have enough sense to know I need to wear my helmet. Like this protects yeah, me. Like, even, it's armor. And also, <laughs> even as a changed man, he's still wearing his Mandalorian armor again. It's not like you know he was with the Tuscans. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm not gonna wear that anymore. It's like you're gonna you have Mandalorian armor. Fucking wear it, dude. Like. Like why, 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 why hold it? Like why hold the helmet? Just fucking wear it, dude. Anyway, yeah. no, I anyway, agree. anyway. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds like we're being a little harsh on the show, but I mean, like I said, I, I, I really enjoyed the show. I really, yeah, we, I did we both too. enjoyed it. I feel. But there's just certain things that I, I, I feel like just this show would have benefited from having more episodes and just changing a few, a few things here. But um here and there but anyway uh we we got a lot of cool things from the show like again we got the we got a new rancor with fucking the new rancor keeper fucking danny danny trejo you know yeah that was cool oh, uh, i wanted him to come in on that final battle and just have a giant machete <laughs> like, like i know it would have been a lot but man i wanted that like i would have fucking yeah. enjoyed that <laughs> he's he's, he's new Malakili, man. He's got he's got to take he's got to be at the palace and taking care of things there. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it would have been neat if he if y'all because like 
Well, let's say they did bring him in. Bulba's riding the Rancor. What would he? What would he have been doing? Just like walk, walking around, killing dudes, or what? Fucking yeah. You know what would have been great mm. is if like his weapon of choice would have been like two machetes or something. You know, mm-hmm. like 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 vibro machetes or something. You know, like, yeah. Fucking, fucking just cool. start chopping some motherfuckers down. You know, chopping these fucking pikes down. Give him know? a give him an attack dog of some kind. You know, like. He's a he's a creature. He's a creature handler like our galaxy's well, uh, characters. Oh, dude, you joke about that, but I think it would have tied in perfectly with the Tuscans. Give him a massive, dude. Yeah. You know those Tuscan dogs, the massives. Yeah. Give him one of those, man. That would have been. Cool. That'd have been a good callback. Yeah. That actually would have been really interesting. Now that you mentioned that, because I was like, "Well, what would we be doing?" But you're like, "Oh, give him a fucking dog. Oh, give him a massive. That would have been mm-hmm. dope." Um. It was cool seeing the Slave One again in this show as well. I, I Slave One is like my favorite is my favorite ship. I have like such a like since I was a kid, I've loved the Slave One. Like I going back then to when like I we'd go to the like Toys R Us or like fucking you know whatever they have toys, K- KB Toys or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. And you and you see the action figures and you look at the ships and everything. I somewhere. Somewhere here, in boxes somewhere, I have an old Power of the Force, I believe, Slave One, from back in the day, and I have like a little, like, Hot Wheels, fucking Slave One. I have a Black Series Metal, Django Fett Slave One. I have like, point is, I I love the Slave One. It's my one of my favorite Star Wars ships, right? And every time I get to see it on screen is a beautiful fucking thing, right? Anytime I get to hear those seismic charges pop off, fucking eargasm, right? So when they fucking rolled up on that Sarlacc pit and gave it the business, it was fucking amazing, right? And whenever we see Boba rolling down and pew 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 pewing those fucking suit bikers with the blaster cannons is an amazing fucking thing. I'm a little sad we didn't get to see the slave one in 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 you know more you know, like I get that we're dealing with Tatooine and and you know Moss Espa and stuff, so he doesn't really need to use it a whole lot because we're staying in one location. But I don't know; it would have been nice to see it more because it's the Boba Fett show, you know. Uh, but then again, it would have been nice to see more Boba Fett in his his own show, right? I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not gonna get into that. I, uh, <laughs> I listen. It, all these all these shows, The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba. The upcoming Ahsoka show—they're all connected. We're gonna be seeing all these characters in, in all these shows, so it's fine. I'm not—I'm not—I'm not upset about not seeing Boba in his own show like other people are. But uh, anyway, I love seeing the Slave One again, even though they didn't call it the Slave One. Uh, they just called it the Fire Spray, which is fine. Don't overreact, people. That's the model of the ship. It's like calling Luke's Red Five an X-wing. It still is an X-wing. The Slave One is still a Fire Spray. That's not calling it anything new. That is its fucking, you know, technical name. It'd be like calling the Millennium Falcon a YT freighter because it is a fucking YT freighter. So chill out. We don't. I don't. I don't. We don't need everybody to, to to fucking, you know, cry about that. But it's not called the YT-1300. It's called the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it still is a YT-1300, right? Chill out, dude. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we got the we got the new Rancor. 
got Danny Trejo. The uh, the twins leave Tatooine because they're like, yo, we're not gonna be dealing with this. This 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 planet has been promised to another syndicate, so we're out of here. And then uh, they bounce, and that 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 removes the Hut Cartel from our current story. And then they're just like, you know what? You you can sell Chrysanthemum back to the gladiators. But then Boba lets him go because he's like, yo, no hard feelings, bro. I know you tried to kill me, but like, you know what? You're just doing your job. I, I got th- other things to worry about. Go ahead, get out of here. And then, uh, you know, that's how we get Chrysanthemum to join the game. And, uh, yeah. There's some, uh, and then Boba tries to like gather the other, uh, you know, the Aqualish and the Trandoshans and the uh, the Clatoonians to be like, yo, the Pikes are coming. They're gonna... They're going to... Um, they're gonna hound everybody because they're trying to run their spice trade through here. Eventually, they're gonna come for you guys, even though they're not coming for you now. So he tries to form a little, like, council and, and tell them to unite with him, but they're like, nah, we don't want to be a part of that. So he's like, all right, as long as you guys don't get in the way and don't choose sides, then we'll be cool. Which eventually we know that they fucking betrayed him. Uh, yep. they, uh, they uh they did him dirty, man. They didn't they didn't they didn't honor their agreement. And um yeah. And then not we start we start getting to the last three episodes of the show, and then we have the return of the Mandalorian. Which was he was he was rumored to appear in this, so I kind of already maybe had an inkling that he was going to show up. But then you see him show, but then at the end of the fourth episode, they play his music, and you're like, all right, he's going to be in the next episode. And sure yeah. enough, in episode five, which is called the Return of the Mandalorian, he shows up, and we have an entire episode of Din Djarin and and what he's been up to or what you know what he's currently doing in the post uh, season 2 of the Mandalorian and uh he's you know bringing in people cold instead of warm and he's uh <laughs> hurting himself with the dark saber and slicing dudes in half and uh we get to see the armor and Paz Vizsla again, which is really fucking cool. I, I, I was hoping to see those guys again in Mandalorian season three, but we saw them even sooner, which I'm happy about because I love seeing those two. Even though they're fucking, you know, cultists and shit, it's like, oh man, they're, they're cool characters, man. Like I, like the armor is really interesting to me because she knows a lot, and we don't know who she is, but she knows a lot. So I'm just curious about what her true identity is because she seems like she's been around for a while and knows a lot of things. Yeah, well, her story. So I want to know more about her and what she's been up to uh, and who she is. And then Paz Vizsla, of course, sees the dark side and is like, yo, that, you know, you can't handle that. I should have it. My ancestor made it. It's mine. I'm going to challenge you for it. And they fight. And Din gets the better of them. But it was close seeing Paz with the fucking shield that we see in the Clone Wars yeah. and Rebels and whatnot that the Mandalorians have, like Bo-Katan and Sabine. And then, yeah, just we get to see some flashbacks with the Night of the of a Thousand Tears, you know, when, when the Empire bombs uh, Mandalore. And and that, that flashback was very uh, Terminator-esque, you know, with all the K2 droids running around, with the probe droids and everything, lighting up fucking the night skies of, uh, of Mandalore and everything. Um... 
But yeah, we get to see a whole entire episode of Mando. Dude, I love, 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 love the new N1. Just goddamn. Yes. I love the I love the new N1 Starfighter back in Phantom Menace when it was yellow and you know the Naboo hat and everything. I love that back then. Mm-hmm. But seeing this chrome one that we have or this this you know gray hot rod type N1 that he's got here. Man, they recently like literally today I think announced the Lego set for that. I'm fucking buying that shit. Dude. Oh, I want yeah. it so bad, dude. I want that Mando N1, dude. I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be so badass. Dude, if I'm like if I had more space and if I had somewhere to display it, I would just fucking build it on stream, dude. But anyway, yeah. I'm excited for that. But I love that N1, dude. And then we get to yeah, then we can see Pelly again and and we find out that Pelly's a freak cuz she dates Jawas and <laughs> very furry. Uh, and and then yeah, very free. And then uh, we and we get to see a little BD droid, man, from fucking Jedi Fallen Order, dude. Oh yeah, it was. It's, fucking it's cool. not B. It's not BD one. It's not Cal's BD droid, but it is a B one or a BD uh, style droid, and it's so cool seeing it in live action, dude. It's so cool. I love it. Uh, so that was really awesome, and then it was cool seeing uh, Din test out the new N one. In the pod racing uh, uh, track, you know that, that from Phantom Menace, and taking it through Beggars Canyon, and then going out into space, flying too close to a fucking Starliner, and and he and he gets pulled over by he gets pulled over by a cops, man. The New Republic, the New Republic's X-wings are like, yo, dude, you can't be flying that close to a commercial ship, man. What are you doing? And uh, it it was a really fun episode, man. I really enjoyed that one. Which at the time it was kind of sad because I was like, well, a lot of people seem to be a lot to a lot of people it was their favorite episode up until that point, and they had and it had zero Boba Fett in it, dude. I know. Which is like, damn, it's kind of sad that the that the best like you know to a lot of people the best episode of Book of Boba did not have Boba in it, you know. Um, but it was a really great episode. Um, a lot of a lot of cool uh, progression of. Again, I you know what? I, now that I think of it, I think a lot of people like this episode because it progresses the current story. You know, like again, the flashback and stuff was cool, but even though this didn't have Boba Fett in it, it progressed our current timeline of where we are right now, and we got to see you know returning characters like Pelly and 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 her droids and all that, and then we got to see Din again and the armor and Paz and all that, and we got to see and and they did have a flashback, and but it was on something that we heard about in the Mandalorian. So again, something that's new, you know? Um, but anyway, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was really cool seeing Carson Tedla again as well. And uh, yeah, it was just a, just a fucking awesome episode. And it ends with Din being like, all right, I'm going to go help Boba Fennec, but I need to go pay a visit to a little friend first. Yep. And then that is where we go to the last two episodes here. So, I think for me, I was going to wait until we... Uh, well, actually, I'll just bring it up now. Did you have a favorite episode of all of these, or, or of all seven? Because for me, as much as I like the finale, my favorite one was Chapter 6 from The Desert Comes a Stranger because holy shit! It's, we, it's, this, this is a nonstop episode. We go from this, this person to that person to that person to this one to the next, and it is wild. It was such a crazy ass episode. 
So anyway, did you have a favorite episode? Because for me, it was definitely From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Uh, for me, it, it could be either one of these. It could be five or six. But I'm going to say right now, I really enjoyed five a lot. Um, mm. Just because it, it, it was a lot of... It was the return of the Mandalorian. Uh, we got yeah. to see the fucking Halo ring uh, in Star Wars. Oh, dude, I didn't even mention that. <laughs> that shit. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even mention it. Yeah. I, okay. So this is going to be a little bit of a rant because it's a mini rant because I am sick. And I know a lot of other people feel this way too. Oh, yes. I, I am know exactly sick where you're going. of Star Wars giving us a lot of the same biomes for planets. If if you guys out there, Lucasfilm, or anybody who has any any say about uh, creating new Star Wars, please, for the love of the Force, can we please stop getting desert planets and snow planets that are like just rip-off, or I don't want to say rip-off, but they're just like all right, for lack of a better term, crappier Tatooines and crappier Haas. We've had those planets already. And I don't mind with you guys making more planets like that, but if it wasn't so frequent, like, I feel like the sequels had a lot of that stuff. Like, oh, here's Jakku, here's Starkiller Base, here's Prate, which is, it's different. It's Salt Planet, but it seems very Hoth, like, you know, like Battle mm-hmm. of Hoth and all that kind of stuff, right? I, I wish we had more variety in like the world building and the planet building. Like I want to see for me, and and I know people, more people feel this way too. I want to see more alien looking planets like Felucia. Mm-hmm. Like, give me like fucking more like Mustafar. Like, like give. Why haven't we seen Solus in live action? For those of you who have played the Battlefront games, Solus is in that is in those games. And it looks cool. I'd love to see that in uh, in fucking uh, live action. So this is a really cool planet. Also, and then like even even if you don't make it super alien, like I would like to see even stuff like Lamu, which for those of you who are wondering who are saying what the hell is Lamu, Lamu is the planet in Rogue One at the very beginning of the movie where Krennic tracks down uh, Galen and his family. It's the like super. It's the planet that was filmed in like uh what was it? Uh oh was it Denmark or Oh man, somebody's gonna give me shit for this. But anyway, it's the planet at the beginning of Rogue One, the green and black one that looks beautiful. Yeah. Even stuff like that I'd like to see more of instead of oh here's another desert planet or here's another fucking snow planet. Take, take me to the Shadowlands in fucking the, the fucking Kashyyyk, man, with giant yeah, fucking Kashyyyk, monsters. Man. Let's do it. Let's go back. Let's let's again. So so anyway, seeing that Halo esque thing environment in, in the in yeah. the Return of the Mando episode was incredible because it was interesting. It was new. It was fresh. It was it was it was cool, man. Instead of being like, oh, we're just going to you know random desert planet number five and you know random snow planet number three. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I appreciate when they add more environments. Anyway, go ahead, Josh. So, Return of the Mandalorian no. is a favorite episode. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just because of what it added, uh, to the to the to the, the Star Wars universe as a whole, with the with that, just seeing something so different, uh, was awesome. Uh, and also, I wasn't expecting it at all. 
Like, I wasn't thinking, like, we're going to land on Halo, the Halo world. <laughs> nope, but that's where we are. Um, and, yeah, just the return of uh, uh, the Armorer and Paz Vizsla and... Uh, and just the opening, uh, the opening of that episode is fucking dark and brutal it's and fucking chopping great. some motherfuckers up. It's fucking great. It's really and then we get the N1 and uh, I don't know, and, and the BD droid and like, it was just like, I just enjoyed that episode a lot. So. Yeah, it was good. Okay, so that was your favorite one. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, mine was the sixth one. It was, it was just, for, for so for me. If you know me, you know that I'm a big Luke Skywalker guy, and and I just anytime we see him, I'm just like, man, this is it, it makes me feel like a kid again, like just seeing seeing like po- Return of the Jedi, post Return of the Jedi Luke with the black robes and the and the, the green the green lightsaber, and and just seeing him train uh, little Grogu and 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 telling and and him talking to Grogu about how he reminds him of of, of Yoda and all that. It was just like, man. It, 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 it fucking might as well would have should have brought tears out of me. I mean, it didn't <laughs> because very very few things do. But like, man, that was it, to me. It was just so it was such a beautiful episode, man. Like from the beginning, we start off with, all right, here's Cobb Vanth. Oh shit, he's back. Oh shit, he's he's dealing with the Pikes. Oh shit, he guns them down. Oh shit, we're 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 in space now, and it's man man Din in the N one. Oh crap! We're not going to Tatooine. We are going to visit Grogu because there's R two D two, and he's, you know, sig- you know, using the the, the scanner to, to to fucking guide Mando and where to land, and and holy shit, they're building the Jedi Academy, dude. Mm-hmm. The one that we see in fucking the Last Jedi. It's like, oh my god, it's there. But this is at the beginning, whereas in that movie we saw it at the end. And like, oh man. There's Grogu meditating on a rock, and holy shit, there's Luke right there. And oh my god, did Luke look so much better this time than he did in The Mandalorian season two? Yes, dude, he looks so good. He looked amazing. That guy that they hired, to, you know, the YouTuber dude they hired did a, you know, did a great job, man. Because holy crap, we looked amazing. Yep. But yeah, even then, it's like, oh, n- not only is not only are Luke and Grogu here and R2 and, and they're building the Academy, but fucking Ahsoka's here out of nowhere. Like, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. You're telling me not only is she here, but she already has met Luke and we didn't even get to see that, which, uh, which I, I think I, I mentioned this after the episode aired and I was talking to people about it. We're definitely going to see their first meeting in the Ahsoka show, like they they have to like the the first time meeting between Ahsoka and Luke is going to be a I mean see I mean seeing them on screen together in this episode is something that I didn't think we would see for like some I mean part of me thought never but like I'm so glad that it's a thing like you see you see Ahsoka and Luke side by side and you're like. Like, t- like, like, fucking five years ago, dude, even. I was going to say ten, but, like, five years ago, you would have been like, what? Like, no way. But seeing them together on screen in live action, nonetheless, like, when they have Luke looking like young Mark Hamill and they have Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, dude, I was like, 
Yeah. I'm like, am, I'm like, am I dreaming right now? Is this, is this like, is this some like, I, I don't even know, dude. Like, I couldn't believe it was real, man. Like, yeah. But anyway, I, and and yeah, part of me was like, man, we missed the first encounter between them. But like, again. I'm sure that in the Ahsoka show, we are going to get their first meeting and it's going to be an emotional uh, moment because they're definitely going to be talking about Anakin. And we already know that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the Ahsoka show. So I'm pretty sure this is, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure about anything, but I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure like, this is my guess. This is my idea that we are going to be seeing like a hologram or a holocron or or she's or she's going to be telling Luke a story about Anakin and the Clone Wars and we're going to see Hayden Christensen live action with the Clone Wars armor that he's that he uses in the show and it's going to be so fucking badass dude and they're probably going to they're probably going to hire some young girl to play a a, a teenage Ahsoka for the flashback and then they're gonna have Timur Morrison as fucking uh, Captain Rex, dude, and it's gonna blow our minds, bro. It's gonna be f- a, a live action <laughs> Clone Wars flashback, or a hologram, or holocron, or something. I, dude, again, this is just me like th- throwing shit out there, but I think something like that is gonna happen, and it would be phenomenal to see. Man, I can't. I wait. agree. Because Excuse they got it. Because Ahsoka and Luke gotta talk about Anakin. Yeah. And then not only that, but like, what if like Leia is there too, and like, what if Han is there with with little Ben? You know, like I don't, I, I, I mean, I'm just, man, I, the possibilities for the for this for this meeting and all that is is, because like she said, she's an old Ahsoka said in this episode, she's a, she's a friend of the family, right? She's an old friend of the family, mm-hmm. so clearly they've talked about some stuff by this point. So I just want to see what that is. Yeah. But anyway, back to this episode. Uh, yeah. So Ahsoka's there, and then like they talk about Grogu and about how his heart is not in it, and he's training him, and he's jumping around. And he takes down the little training remote, and and Luke is like, Luke is like jumping around and doing flips like he did with Yoda, you know, on in, in on Dagobah with the little backpack and everything. That was really cool seeing that man. I really enjoyed that as well because again. I love that stuff. I know a lot of people are like, well, why, why are we seeing Luke Skywalker? And, and I thought the Skywalker saga was over. Why do we have Luke in the Star Wars spinoff show? And I'm like, dude, this isn't even like, it's like part, like, yes, it is it, to a, to an extent it is fan service, but guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm being serviced and I enjoy it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also it's not just for the sake of having it in there. He, Luke is training Grogu. Grogu is connected to the show because of uh, Din. Din's connected to Book of Boba because he's knows Boba, and we saw that in the Mandalorian season two. They both help each other. Boba helped save Grogu from the Empire as the Fennec. So it it all it all connects. So well, that's why I don't understand when people are like, "Oh, well, I'm, you know, I thought the Skywalker saga is over. Why do we have Luke still in this?" You know. It's like shut your fucking whore out. shut your dirty mouth, man. This is this is Star Wars. This episode was pure pure love to Star Wars and I I I I love it, man. 
there's even a shot where like Grogu and, and Luke are like up in the bamboo trees and the force theme plays and everything. And it's yeah, man, might as well have a tear rolling down my cheek here. But anyway, yeah. um, yeah, I just, I love this episode, man. And then, and then we get to see, uh, you know, back at the, uh, at the, at the throne room in, in Jabba's or I guess Boba's palace at this point, we see the mods and, uh, and, uh, and Boba and, and Fennec and, and Chrysanthemum and everybody kind of formally form, formulating the, the final, uh, you know, attack or the plan right here. And then uh, Din's like, well, I have an idea about who we can bring in for some help. And who might that be? Well, we saw that buster in the first uh, in the opening scene. There's fucking Cobb Van. So Din goes to Freetown and he tries to recruit them. And on the way over there, we see a cool-ass Jawa sand car with a big-ass crate dragon skull on top of it. And that has to be the most gangsta fucking Jawa sand crawler I've ever seen. Because that fucking crate dragon skull on top was fucking rad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they go back. He tries to recruit them. And then they're like, well, this isn't our fight. But maybe I'll try to group people up. And then at the end of the episode, or right before the end, we see him. In all his blue beauty, with walking around with the long duster and those beautiful big red eyes and that nice little fucking cowboy hat. It's my boy. It's our boy. Cat Bane himself. He shows up. And as soon as he starts talking, I was very happy that Corey Burton still was voicing him. Man, Cat Bane translated so well to live action. How did you fucking feel about seeing Cad Bane in live action for the first time ever? And how did you feel about the way he looked? Because um, I know a lot of people have... I've seen a lot of stupid memes of being like, well, Cad Bane doesn't look like the way he does in the Clone Wars because his skin should be darker blue and he has a potato nose and, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, dude... Does fucking Count Dooku have a triangle head like he does in fucking Clone Wars in live action? No. Christopher Lee did not have a triangle fucking head, dude. No, like, people are people are just nitpicky with that shit, and it's really fucking stupid. I thought he looked fine. I thought he looked great. Um uh you here's how you know it worked. You knew who the fuck it was, didn't you? <laughs> like yeah. when he showed up. Dude, like, as soon as I saw like a duster a duster coat out in the distance, I knew immediately. I was like, Everybody right. knew. Don't sit there and hit me with that bullshit that he's not blue enough or his face looks funny. Yeah, what really, the fuck do you shit, expect? Like, you're such a nitpicker if that's what bothers that's you. That's what you're worried I'm... about? That he's not... His skin is not dark enough. He's that's so dark dumb. Blue. Like, shut the fuck up. It's a cat <laughs> fucking Bane, dude. All the way from Clone Wars. They brought him back, bro. I, I was just amazed. Like, for me, like... In 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 universe, it, I'm amazed that this fucking dude is still alive. Was still alive at 71 years old out here, bounty hunting. Still, you know what I mean? Like, think about that for a second. Cad Bane was in the Clone Wars, and he fought Jedi. He fought Obi Wan and Quinlan Vos at one point and held his own. Mm-hmm. And here he is, years later, and this motherfucker outlived both Anakin and Obi Wan. I if you, if you would have told me that, like, even a couple years ago, I never would have believed you. I'd be like, nah, Cad Bane died at some point, you know, before the OT or, you know, whatever, right? 
Yeah. But this motherfucker outlived both Va- Obi Wan and Anakin, dude, and and Yoda, and like so, and the Emperor, <laughs> and like so many other people, dude. This fucking blue motherfucker outlived so many people, and yet people have something to cry about, dude. I'm like, come on, dude. He he loves like, what he does. That's got to be a thing because he'd be rich oh, as yeah. fuck by now, right? So, right? <laughs> dude, like this guy was active before the prequels, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, fucking Cad Bane knew who Jango Fett was. He knew who Darth Maul was. Like, he's been around for years. And the fact that he was still around until, at, like, five years after fucking Return of the Jedi, dude, like, that's nuts, bro. Yeah. But anyway, he shows up at the end of the episode, and, and then Luke gives Grogu a choice. Are you going to take Yoda's lightsaber? Which, by the way, it was so cool that he, has Yoda, that he still had Yoda's yeah. lightsaber. And then I saw people bitching about that too, because like there's a comic at some point that, for those of you in the ch- and, and for those of you watching this or listening, Masameda, who if you don't know who Masameda is, he is one of the dudes in the prequels who appears by Palpatine, uh, in like the Senate and in his office and all that stuff. He's the blue dude with the horns, so he's he's in the Senate. So whenever you, whenever you rewatch the prequels. Blue guy, horns, and standing next to the, the Chancellor. That's Masameda. Masameda, one of the comics, I think, after the duel between Yoda and, and Sidious, Masameda picks up Yoda's lightsaber and I think throws it in a fire or something. Like, basically, he, he destroys Yoda's lightsaber. So people are like, oh my god, how did Luke have Yoda's lightsaber? Masameda burned it in a fire. To which all I can think is, you mean to tell me Yoda lived for 900 years. Think about this. Yoda lived for nine, 900 years. And you, you think Homeboy did not have more than one lightsaber? You're telling me that Yoda did not have more than one lightsaber in 900 years of his life. You're telling me that, that throughout his entire life, he never lost a lightsaber. He never had a backup. He never, nothing? Like, you, you think he had one lightsaber his whole life? That's That's a little... It's a little unrealistic, I think. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Luke had his lightsaber. Luke had Yoda's lightsaber, and he gave Grogu the choice. Which some people were like, "Oh, he's he's just testing him. Why would Luke go back to you know doing the the toxic ways of the Jedi of the prequels and all that?" Um. But anyway, so he gives Luke, so he gives Grogu a choice, and then the episode ends, which I knew it was going to end right there because they weren't going to they weren't going to yeah. decide. What I was surprised though is that at the next episode, which we're at the finale, they actually do make him choose, or he he makes his, or no, he makes his choice already. Um, and we start off the episode with again at the sanctuary, and you know we're we're, we're getting together this battle plan, and we see Cad Bane again right away, and and uh, fucking. Oh, another thing I didn't even mention in the last episode, or the, the one I just talked about, is the fucking the whole Grogu uh, Operation Nightfall scene. Yeah. You know, with the Order 66 and whatnot. That was really cool. I, uh, again, so my thing with the flashbacks is it depends on how they're done. And, like, I know we kind of went a bit on, a, we, we kind of lasted a while talking about the Tuscan ones. Um, But, like, stuff like this is really cool. Like, seeing Grogu, what, what he was doing during Order 66 and. I think that they're, we're going to, I hope at least, that we see that scene expanded more. Like, 
either a, a longer shot of that or a continuation of that because what we see in that flashback is that clones are, are, are charging into the room where Grogu is and he's being defended by three Jedi. Now those three random nameless Jedi are gunned down because they have to be. Um, and then we see the clones charging into the room and Grogu's looking ahead. But Grogu has to make it out of there somehow, right? Because otherwise, mm-hmm. those clones would have killed his ass. Like, they're, clones are not there to, to get survivors. They're there to kill Jedi. So somebody has to get in there, step in there, and save Grogu. Who that is, I have no idea. There was, uh, I saw something about somebody saying that there was a banner on the right side of the thing where it looked like it was Barris Offie's symbol. I have to rewatch that scene to verify. But. I saw that same post. Again, I don't know if that's true or not, but anyway, the whole point is somebody has to rescue Grogu from those clones, and I don't know who it is. So I feel like we need to, we're going to see that at some point, and uh, you know I hope I hope we do because otherwise, how the fuck did Grogu get out of that? You know. But anyway, um, yeah. So flashbacks again. So when it's like when it's done like that, I think it's really cool. But um. We start so we're finale time, and uh, we're we're in the finale, and stuff's happening. Finally, we get to see Boba kick some ass because a lot of people were like, "Yo, Boba's gone soft." Which, to be fair, he kind of he kind of does admit that he did go soft because of the Tuscans. You know, Cad Bane's like, "Yo, you, your old age has made you soft," and he's like, and Boba's like, "Oh, well, we all do," you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think this whole episode is about Boba, like getting rid of his past you know not not to not me quoting kylo ren but here i go you know he you know talk he's kylo ren says like you know let go of the past destroy you know whatever destroy it if you have to or some shit like that i don't know he says something like that but anyway the whole point is boba has a showdown with cad bane and he it's basically like signifying his like the end of his old life and and all that right because Cad Bane is is a is a figure from his his old life his his past life of being a bounty hunter and all that. And um, during their showdown, uh, he gets bested by Cad Bane twice. Like Cad Cad Bane is quick on the draw and it shoots him twice. Even at his old age, seventy one years old, Cad Bane is still will still fuck you up. So don't even try him. Um. You know, we saw that when he when he beat uh, Cobb Vanth and and the deputy bro that got lit up to hell over in Freetown. And uh, so we see R two and 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 Luke's X wing drop off Grogu back on Peli Motto's hangar, and then we have like the Gamorians scoping out the Pikes. We have the Modders scoping out the Aqualish, I think. And we have Chrysanthemum scoping out the uh, the Trandos, uh, or I guess the Gamorians are out with the Clutunians, I, I think, not the Pikes. But uh, but anyway, every they're they're kind of like all out in, in in all these different areas, and then it, and then shit goes down. Everybody turns on them. The Gamorians get killed, which R.I.P. to those loyal. Oh bastards. man, those those piggy bastards, man. We were we were all bummed when they went over that cliff. We're yeah. like, no, they were so loyal. loyal. Till the end. 
Fucking pigs did not fly. The modders, the modders are getting under attack, and Fennec has to save them. She's like, yo, stay there. I'm going to be right there to help you guys out. Well, she doesn't say that, but she she goes there and like and, and snipes everybody and takes them down and takes care of business. And then um, they're, they're, they're in trouble because the pikes are rolling in. Cad Bane has a talk with Boba. And uh, Chad Bane wants to have the showdown right then and there, but Fennec's like, nah, dude, we can't. We can't. We, we gotta wait. So they wait till later. And then they send out the Major Domo Twi'lek dude from Makshay's to kind of, they send him out as a distraction because they're like, oh, sure, we're gonna give up. Yeah, yeah, right. So they send him out there with a bogus message. And then Din. And fucking Boba big ball it out there with their Beskar and jetpacks and start lighting those pikes up. And I, and let me tell you, man, seeing two Mandalorians light shit up like that is something that like I, that's the type of shit I do with like my action figures and shit, bro. Like, yeah, that's like that's the type of shit like I love seeing, man. Like I, man, I I love that, dude. I just I I like like if you remember in the third episode of the first season of Mandalorian when. When all when Paz Vizsla and all those Mandalorians helped in, you know, yeah, when he's being hunted by the by the bounty guild, shit like that. Like just seeing a like a buttload of or just seeing a shit ton of Mandos just fuck shit up, dude. Like as a big fan of Mandalorians, I love it, dude. I'm all about it. I I always I, I want to see more of that. But uh, yeah, seeing those two messed stuff up was great. Seeing Boba uses uh, seeing Boba uses knee rockets and and his uh his E three and just. His his you know jetpack missile and just everything just his full arsenal all he used flamethrower everything that was great I love that and then uh, the pikes are like nah dude that ain't easy that's too easy for you guys because after Freetown comes in and helps Boba and, and then they bust out some Scorpionac droids which look like giant droidicas. And they start tearing up the town. They got Boba and Din and the and the home Freetown homies on the run. And Boba's like, "Yo, Fennec!" But before all this, Fennec, Boba's like, "Fennec, go go to Mos Eisley and take down the chain of command because we're gonna get fucked up over here. So you go take care of that." And uh, they're just running around Mos Espa trying to take care of business. And uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like they. They they pull it off. Boba goes to grab his his rancor reinforcement, and it is so cool seeing a rancor fuck shit up like that in live action, man. Yep, it was so fucking awesome seeing Boba. It was dope as fuck, bro. Like I wasn't expecting the fucking thing to be that big. It grew so quick. Like damn. Yeah. It was cool though. Yeah. It was it was really cool, man. I I, man. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing just seeing him ride that rancor and tear shit up. Um, and then of course you have the final showdown between Boba and Cat Bane, which again, like seeing those two go down. Come on, man, Cat Bane's a hard ass motherfucker. He gives no fucks about that rancor when it gets in his face, dude. He's just like flamethrower, right, like, flamethrower, bang, get mm, shit out of like, you. Be gone. Like doesn't hesitate. Cat Bane. Fucking, yeah. that's a scary dude. Yeah. 
And then they have the showdown finally, which we've been waiting for for a long time because uh, there was this unused Clone Wars scene where Boba and De- or Boba and Cad Bane, uh, you know, have a showdown, and that's how Cad Bane has his metal plate on his head, and it's how Boba has uh that dent on his helmet. But we never got to see it because they never finished the Clone Wars originally. So they never got to finish that that scene in that episode. Um, but uh, Cad Bane did have his metal plate, which we saw in the um, the Bad Batch when he showed up there as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was just a showdown that that we've been dynasty for years and like again the whole the whole thing about boba letting go of his past and all that he has to kill cad bane which he does he succeeds in killing cad bane i see a lot of people be like no cad bane's not dead i think he's dead i think he's dead too i even said that i'm like the way they linger that shot on him makes me think they're saying goodbye to the character like exactly it's people are like oh they're lingering on him because he's not dead you know he's gonna show up his his light's blinking i'm like dude He's fucking dead, bro. Pretty sure he's dead. That light blinking shit, dude. They're lingering on him because this is a character that, for those of us who know Cad Bane before this this show, we know how much how much of a big character he's been in in Star Wars, and this is this is his end. His journey ends here. Cad Bane is dead, and that's it. He, He he got stabbed in the fucking gut with a gaffy stick by Boba Fett. So I thought it was really cool how they how Boba killed him with the gaffy stick instead of the uh in the uh in the finale because or in the end because um you know it it makes sense for him to kill him with the gaffy stick. That's you know, he's using stuff that he you know, a gift that he got from his from the Tuscans that we saw earlier in the show about uh you know him becoming a, a a new a new person or whatnot and and you know the gaffy stick that he made with his with his new family of tuscans and and he didn't he, he couldn't you know with even boba with all his gadgets that he had his flamethrower his, his blasters and all that even with all that he, he he couldn't couldn't take down cad bane he had to resort to his fucking gaffy stick which is you know a pretty much a primitive weapon in comparison to all those gadgets and shit that he has, right? So yeah. in that way, I thought it was pretty cool the way that they went about it. And yeah, I mean, it just it makes sense for Cad Bane to die here. I know. Again, I will admit that we get getting him in live action in one episode and then him dying in the next one kind of sucks. But that doesn't mean that we can't see him in live action and other stuff that takes place before uh, this, you know. Mm-hmm. If they've done it now, then they could bring him just as easily bring him back. Um, but yeah, I, I I think he's definitely dead. Uh, it makes sense for his 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 character to to end here, um, and for it to be at Bob at the hand of Boba. Um, so yeah, it makes makes all the sense to me, man. That uh, that's where. That's where it ended for him. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there was a lot of cool stuff in this episode. There were some things that, you know, 
maybe I mean overall on the show there was there was a lot of cool things, some things that maybe we wish would have would have changed, but some things would have been better if they'd had more episodes. Like yeah, that's that's the big thing I think is this show would have benefited more significantly if they had more episodes. Um, like especially because we get, you know, we get the Mandalorian in this a bit, we a, a lot actually. We get the Luke's yeah. the Luke and Ahsoka stuff. Um while that shit is really fucking cool, and obviously I'm happy that it's in the show, I think it hurts Boba Fett a little bit. But I, the only reason I think it hurts yeah. a little bit is just because it's shorter episodes, like a, a, a shorter season. Yeah. I mean, um, like if you'd yeah, put yeah. in like another couple episodes with that, it would have been it would have worked out fine, just fine in my opinion. Um, and that isn't even me like being like I hate it or anything. I absolutely do not. I. I enjoy. I'm glad the Mandalorian stuff's in there. I'm glad that the Luke stuff and the Ahsoka stuff and all that stuff is in there. That's it. It added so much to the show. That's just that I just loved. Like I just loved it. You know. So yeah. like, I, I just wish yeah, there was so, a little bit more. That's all. I no, I agree completely. Like if it was like mm-hmm. even even if it was like another episode, like one more, you know, mm-hmm. like, they still could have done more with that, right? Yeah. Um. It just, I don't know. It felt like they, like, it always seemed weird to me that, like, this this show, like, Mando has eight, right? Eight episodes mm-hmm. each season. This one only has seven. So I thought that was fucking weird. And it, it and now that it's all over, yeah, it makes, it, they, they suffered from having less episodes. Like, everything that they had in it would have been fine if they had more episodes. But since they didn't, it suffers from like just things that we sh- should have had that were not in it. And I just, again, it, it may seem like we're complaining a bit or, or, or whatever, but I'm just legitimately like, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's just certain things that, that, would have been better off. I, I, it mm-hmm. seems like we're complaining a lot, but we really enjoyed. It. Like I, I really did enjoy yeah. the show, like more than more than most people. I, I know a lot of people were out there complaining and crying about it and whatnot. I really enjoyed it, but again, like it just there's just certain things that with with more time or if they would have done less of this other thing and and done more of this other stuff, it probably would have felt you know probably would have felt better ultimately. The thing, the thing about our criticisms is, I feel like ours are valid, whereas other people are like, "Oh my god, he did a spin! Never let Robert Rodriguez do a fucking episode of Star Wars again!" Oh my god, dude, yeah, come the fuck on! If you're gonna complain about something, can you pick something better? Like that's what you want to cry about? You're such a whiny about, bitch! Uh... Like grow up! Like of all the things, like. I, I, the show has some valid criticisms. Yes. Because somebody did a spin. If that ruins Star Wars for you, then you're... What the fuck is wrong with you? You are overthinking yeah, this to the point of if, stupidity, in my opinion. If that ruins Star Wars for you, then you haven't been watching Star Wars because Star Wars has done many more spins prior to that. Mm-hmm. Fucking... Even Django fucking spins his blasters when he puts them back in the holster in fucking yeah, episode two. Anakin in The Phantom Menace literally says... Yeah. Oh, try spinning. That's a neat trick. Did you guys forget about that? That the, or... the thing that kills me isn't that like they're complaining. It's that they have become obsessed with it. They are obsessed with the spin, and and they that's the thing that's killing this for them. Like they've become obsessed with that one little thing. A blink and you'll miss it moment. 
It just blows my mind. That's all. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> of all the things you could complain about. I just, there's some people complain. People love complaining about dumbass shit, dude. I don't fucking get it, man. Mm -hmm. But but that's the thing, though, is ultimately at the end of the day, there's always going to be people complaining about dumb shit. You, know? mm -hmm. you just can't. We're, we're, we're not, we're not going to be able to escape it. People are always going to be crying about something stupid, you know? Yeah. So it is what it is. There's always going to be something. Um,. I had well, fun yeah. with the book of yeah. Boba Fett. You know, I liked a lot I of the stuff too. in there. Obviously, I had a, a few issues, but so what? I have a few issues with just about anything nowadays. It wasn't enough to ruin it for me. I like, I enjoyed no, most near, of it. Nowhere near. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's Star Wars. I, I love it. You know, I loved it. So, mm -hmm. even though there were some things that maybe could have been, I would have enjoyed more if they did it differently. Like overall, I still enjoy this way more than a lot of other stuff. You know. Like I, I would, I would easily watch another season of this over like fucking ninety percent of anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'll take this this kind of stuff and all day every day uh, over other stuff. But yeah, so we definitely we both enjoyed it. We had fun with it. There was a lot of cool new additions to the Star Wars lore and canon and all that because of this uh, show. I'm very sad that Garza Flip and her sanctuary are gone. Um, it's crazy to me that it kind of doesn't feel like that long that we had the separation of Grogu and Din, and now they're back together again. Yeah, you know that kind of seems like I, I. Part of me kind of wishes they would have kept them separated a little longer, but I don't know. Whatever it is, it's it's fine. It, it it all all I know is that people who watch Mandalorian season three are going to be confused if they didn't watch Book of Boba. And they, yeah, <laughs> they're like, wait, then they then they separate. How are they, how are they back together again? Uh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch Book of Boba. But anyway, um, yeah, I overall enjoyed the episodes. Um, I am very curious to see where Boba and Fennec go after this. Um. Uh. I wonder what's going to be happening with the mods and Chrysanthemum as well. Not that I, you know, like, to be honest, I don't, if they never bring back the mods again, I'm fine with that. Like, <laughs> like, like, like it's fine that they're there, but I, I don't need to see them back. Just, you know, they, they can stay as like people in Mos Espa. Like it's, it's all good. We, we, we don't, I don't need them to be back, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm super curious for Chrysanthemum, Boba and Feneco after this. Um, and then we we did have a post credit scene where Cobb Vance was in the back of the tank being repair, uh, seemingly being repaired by Thundercat, uh, which I don't I don't even think we have a character name for Thundercat yet. If we do, I'm I don't know it yet, or I don't know it right now. I think they was just calling like the Mod Doc or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, you can call him that, I guess, the Mod Doc. Yeah, I just call him Thundercat because that's his, you know, that's, that's what that is. <laughs> Those people. Who are who have been who are watching or listening? They don't know that's Thun the rapper Thundercat. So anyway, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so overall, we definitely enjoyed it. Uh, some things that we we are a little like you know we could have could have been better or anything from Josh and myself, but yeah, overall had fun with it. Uh, really really cool show. I'm a little sad that we have to wait 
for the next Star Wars show or even anything Disney Plus because now we have to wait till March 30th for Moon Knight, which that's sad, dude. We're mm-hmm. gonna, that means we have the we have one, we have this week, next week, we basically have what a month, and we have like a month and a half before any new Disney Plus stuff. That seems wild, dude. Like you would think that they would have better spaced these shows out so that we had the end of one and the beginning of another, like the next week, right? But nope, we gotta wait till March 30th till Moon Knight, and then May 25th till Obi Wan, and at some point we're gonna get the Bad Batch season two and Andor and all that other stuff. But yeah, but yeah, did you have any uh, before we wrap up today? Do you have any uh, uh, not only closing thoughts on the show, but like, did you have like a favorite character that was new to this show that has not been in anything else? Like they were created oh, in this, I'm show, new to this that, show that has not been in anything else. Yeah. Uh... Well, I can't say Chrysanthemum because he's in a comic, but um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's his first, his first I, appearance in a show. Yeah, I'd have to pick him. Yeah, yeah, live. I, I, I would. It's a technicality, but I would count it because it's like yeah. first time showing up in live action. You know? Because he's so cool. He's so yeah. cool. He showed up, and I was just like, "Who the also, fuck is this?" Also, some people might might say like, "Yo, Cad Bane also showed up in live action," but but like, here's the thing, Cad Bane was in Clone Wars and we've seen him before in animation stuff so I wouldn't count him whereas uh Santin has not been in animation before he's just been in comics and stuff so I would uh yeah I would uh I would definitely uh include Santin in that so yeah, yeah I also Cr- pick uh, a pick Mando's a pig Mando's new ship um oh, yes. well. <laughs> yeah. oh, he, if we're counting the N1 as a, as a, as a character then yes the N1 is Probably number one for me. I I fucking love that N1. Yeah. It is amazing. And I I didn't say this. I don't think either of us really said this throughout this whole discussion, but Fennec Shand in this show is fantastic. Like, MVP. Honestly, I I feel like MVP of the show. show. I love me. Yeah. I feel like, because the the character gives so much great advice, uh, like, to the point where I'm like, but Fett really needs to listen to Finnick a lot in this show because she's right. Like, I find myself agreeing with her almost every time she talked. Like, and if I could pick an established character that was my favorite out of the entire series, I would pick probably Finnick, at least for the Book of Boba Fett stuff, because, like, What's she has, now? she's smart. She has the best advice. She hangs a fucking dude at the end. Oh, my, she strangles the mayor. He gets hung. That's pretty fucking dark for Star shit Wars. Out of that guy, dude. <laughs> Which you know, I'm I'm so happy that we actually got to see Fennec be the master assassin that, that, yes. that they say she is. You know, she was cold blooded. I just had to shout out Fennec because I feel like man, no, yeah, she's fantastic uh, in this a bad, show. A bad B. Like Fennec terrifying, bad B, and, I, and I and I and I love uh, Mingna. So hell yeah, dude. yes. That was, uh, incredible incredible she did incredible things and uh, we loved her i'd watch her in just a hitman style show where she just goes and spends the whole episode taking out targets you know i'd, I'd fucking do that oh yeah um how about you what do you do you got I'm any new character from, um i i mentioned garza earlier garza flip i'm so sad she's dead man i i kind of wanted her to hang around like you know what I was hoping for? 
I was hoping that like since we're gonna be having all these shows connect with each other, like Boba, Mando, and and um Ahsoka and all these and all this stuff, I was kinda hoping that she would appear in all of them, you know? Yeah. Kind of like being like, Oh, anytime we go to anytime we go back to Tatooine, let's stop by the you know, the, the sanctuary. The thread you know. the thread that links everything together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was hoping it would be kind of that. But they killed her, dude, and they blew up the sanctuary. Like like man, that sucks, dude. I like the sanctuary, man. And and fucking she was cool, man. So that that kind of upsets me, but yeah, I did like the uh the Tuscan warrior as well. She was cool even though yes. she was only in the flashback stuff. Um what else? Chrysanthemum obviously is cool. I like the twins because again, seeing Huts again in live action was really dope. Fuck that Rodian bastard though. <laughs> that uh, first episode. Oh uh, yeah, that little Rodian slime ball. That guy's a creepo, man. It's <laughs> a it's a fucking uh, it's an inside joke right there. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck that guy, dude. He's a little he's a little snitch, man. Uh, we did. We, oh, there. Were, Dude, I'm just remembering. Speaking of flashbacks, we've been talking about flashbacks this entire time. They did flashbacks of young Boba Fett on That's Camino right. and stuff, you know, with the with Jango's helmet and whatnot. That was really cool because some of that stuff was brand new footage. Mm-hmm. Like they got like a young actor to play young to play a young Boba Fett again, and that was awesome. Seeing Camino and then and then they made references. So this show had references to legend stuff too. Like they mentioned how Tatooine was once a water world, you know. Like, because that was a thing from Legends. Like, Tatooine wasn't always the desert. Like, it was, you know, it was mm-hmm. a planet full of water and stuff, which we kind of get to see and get alluded to when, you know, with the flashbacks of, of Boba and the Tuscans and and all that. And fuck that lizard that goes up your nose, dude. Oh, my God. That. that was terrible. And then they had that, like, Goro-looking monster with the six arms and shit that he, that he kills, you know? They, they chop the head off, you know? Uh, so there was a lot of cool little things that were brought into Star Wars. The Scorpionac droids, you know, in the finale were like concept art from Attack of the Clones that they brought back. That's one thing that I love about the Star Wars, man, is that even they even if they even if it, the designs don't get used in some things, they always get brought back for other things, man. Like old concept art and whatnot always gets brought back and used. Yeah, uh, the B- the BD droid was beautiful thing from Fallen Order to to make its live action debut, and yeah, there was just a lot of cool stuff. I I, I love Star Wars when 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 I mean I love Star Wars, but I just love when Star Wars brings in like when they connect stuff like this, man. Like, oh, here's this thing from that comic, and here's this thing from this game, and you know, I love that shit, dude, because it makes playing and watching and and reading and 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 all that stuff all about it all the better, you know. Like you're not like for those people who don't, you're not missing anything if you do. But if you do, you get rewarded for 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 all that stuff, you know. So, I love it. I uh, love it so much. But anyway, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed we for we forgotten to talk about because I just know that later today after the show's over and after we're not you know we're done, I'm gonna remember something. And be like, fuck, why did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh I don't know. I'm I am i am trying to think. I just can't I hope we get to see uh well I mean never mind. I, I was gonna talk about like stuff to see in the future of Mandalorian season three and whatnot, but like I hope we get to see the armor and Taz again and I hope we get to see more Mandalorians and I would like to see I would like to see an interaction between the armor and Bo Katan. I wonder if Bo Katan knows who the armor is. Yeah. Um and I wonder how she feels about Paz and all those, you know, 
and all that stuff because we, she, we did kind of she's the one that told Dan about you know that he was in a cult right you know the children of the watch and all that cause yeah. so she knows about she knew about them and and the armor knows about Bo-Katan so I want to know what the link is there but anyway um, I want to see more Mandalorian stuff next season uh, I'm very curious to now that Grogu's been reunited with Din, what the plan is with that? Because originally I thought that Din was gonna go with Bo-Katan and they were gonna restore or try to reclaim Mandalore, but that doesn't seem the case. Um, what's Bo-Katan up to? Uh, are we are we done with with Luke and 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 Ahsoka for for this? And oh, actually, no, we're not. We're gonna get him in the Ahsoka show. I, I did I did say that earlier. So I know a lot of people have been like, oh, for the longest time they've wanted like Sebastian Stan to play Luke and whatnot and all that, which is something that I didn't mention earlier because of just how good the CG looked. Honestly, it would be weird if you re- if you recast him as somebody now that we've had him in the CG, you know? Yeah. It would just be weird. Like you got you got you gotta keep it you gotta keep it the way they've been doing it. Which I mean, honestly, if they if if they imp- keep it the way that they did it in, in this in this show and they just keep improving on it on little little things then i'm fine with that man like fucking i could see them doing like leia and han and you know other people like that too now you know which then brings the question of like yo you know that that brings in other questions that i already know what people are going to say about that but i'm just talking like story story reasons and star wars reasons and all that i'm not talking about like actor or ethical or any of that stuff that that's a whole other conversation I'm just talking about like story reasons for like in in universe and for the shows and all that. I think that'd be cool if they if they did that. But anyway, um, what else? Uh, but yeah, I'm just curious where some of these characters go on from here. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure there's gonna be other stuff that I uh will think of later, and I'll be upset. I'll, I'll be upset about myself or to myself about that I didn't bring up them during the show but i can't really think of anything else josh i feel like i've been talking too much so you got anything else to add in <laughs> i don't i don't really like you you kind of you and i kind of have like a lot of the similar thoughts so i haven't felt the need to jump in a whole lot um i except for like a few points that i wanted to make that were specific to me um yeah but also which you, even you then we kind of forgot about <laughs> so i'm like yo is there anything that you anything else you remember that i forgot about because i I've, I've talked a lot and i'm sure i'm sh- i am sure I'm sure that I'm forgetting stuff even now. Um, you know, I I I can't really think of anything else to to bring up. Uh, uh, that I that I want to bring up to be honest. Uh, yeah, I I I don't know. I I I think that's kind of like everything for me <laughs> to be honest. Uh, um, like we've we've kind of went over like a good lot of it and i'll probably be the same as you later when i'll i'll think of something and i'll be like damn it we should have talked about that but like i i just I don't, know because it happens I don't all the happened. time dude like after the shows i'm like man i should have brought that up but i just at the time i just can't remember but anyway i'm sure it's gonna happen again it's gonna happen in the future as well we're probably gonna call it here but uh yeah i'm yep. just looking forward to the uh the future of of the current timeline which what i mean by that is we're 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 having all we're having Book of Boba, Mandalorian season three, which do you think they're gonna they're gonna do a season two for this show? 
I don't know. That's something that I did do. I don't know if it needs. I don't know if it needs one. I don't know if it needs a season two. I feel like you could like, you could link it with other shows and do kind of like that a little bit. You know what I mean? I agree. I I tend to agree, especially if they do it like, I don't know. If they do, like I enjoyed this show, but again, you guys heard you guys have heard us for the past however long we've been talking about this now that how we kind of feel about certain things with with the flashbacks and all that. So I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I, I'm kind of with you though. I don't, I don't feel like they need to. I obviously I would still watch it if they did and I'd be, you know, all for mm-hmm. it and all that, but you could, with all these other shows being interconnected, like they are, they could easily, you know, bring them into other stuff, but then you'll, but then you'll have people being like, Oh, well, they'll say what they said about this show. I thought, I thought this was the Boba Fett show, not the fucking, you know, this and that show or whatever like why is he not in his own show or whatever i'm sure they'll be saying that about the other ones too like oh i thought this was the ahsoka show why is boba fett in it or i thought this was mandalorian season three why is fucking you know this person in it you know yeah but again i I guess we're always gonna have people bitching like that so um look man homie homie boba fett and mando are now homies like they, they, they he he's like we'll fucking die together like that's not shit you forget right so If Din ever needs a favor again, like, I'm pretty sure Bobo have his back, you know. Seems to me like. So that would be, like, the only thing I could think of. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, That's kind of all I got on it. So if we're we're done, we are are done. We can we can throw it up to the goodbye screens. If you have anything, you have anything else uh, you want to talk about? Are you ready to be? I think that'll. uh, I know. I think that'll do it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just excited about where we go from here because we're all leading we're all leading up to a point where we're gonna be um, we're gonna be uh, colliding, right? We're gonna have this big event where Thrawn is gonna be coming in, you know, because he's he's gonna be like the main threat. I feel. Of, of these of these shows right so we're gonna have thrawn he's gonna be in the ahsoka show for sure like bet like guaranteed because we know we're getting sabine in that as well and very likely ezra so i'm excited to see where that goes man and i, I wonder who they're gonna cast as some of these people like like who's like it's been rumored that the the aladdin dude is gonna be uh ezra which i'd be all for i think he fits the bill um, but I'm really curious about who they're going to cast for Thrawn because I wonder who they would get. Like, do you think they keep uh, Lars Mikkelsen or do you get they get somebody else? Like, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting questions for the future. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that'll do it for this show. I think we ta- I think we said everything we needed to. All right. Um, I'm gonna throw it over so to we'll you, see you guys next week. All right. Uh, hey everybody. Thanks for watching this episode of the Clockwork Cantina 108. Um, we'll be back next week, uh, where we have a, uh, I believe next week is a uh, a, a retro rewind. Josh's pick. Mm. Uh, we'll let him talk about that when it's his turn. But uh, shit, I didn't realize. But uh, <laughs> I haven't looked at the calendar. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's next week. But anyway. Uh, coming up for us, we're both going to be co-streaming more Dying Light. So if you want to come check that out, come watch his channel. Come watch my channel over on Twitch. The links are, or, or not the links, but the uh, 
you know where to find us. It's it's down here at the at the, at the sides. So go 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 to that. Give us a follow. Hit us up. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be playing some more of that. I'm excited. I'm gonna be playing more galaxies. So I, I can't wait to play that again. Uh, the old Republic updates coming out. I need to find time to play that in the middle of all this other stuff I'm playing. But um, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Thanks for being here, for listening, watching. Bye-bye. Peace out. See you later. All right, guys. We appreciate you all coming out to the show and listening to our thoughts on Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. What are your thoughts? Send them to us if we don't already know them. I know a lot of people, we already know them, but, you know, it's cool to know. Um... Coming up, more Dying Light all week long for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I believe. And on Friday, Star Wars Galaxies, if, if Daniel's down to do that again, because I actually have a chair this time, and we'll actually be playing it. So, um, Next week is my pick for the Retro Rewind, or Rewatch, or whatever the fuck we call it. Um, I get them mixed up. It is the Maltese Falcon, 1941. It's an oldie, uh, so I've never seen it. Uh, but people talk about it a lot, so we'll be checking that out this week, and we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that on Monday. It's always fun to go back and watch those old old shows, old shows, old movies, and uh, and uh, there's always a lesson to be learned from that stuff. I say that a lot, but it's true. There's always something to be learned out there. Um, that's going to do it for us here, and we will see you all next time. So have a good evening, everybody. Bye-bye.